What up? Yo. <laughs> Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, brother. Hey, hey. Hey, what's going on? Not much, Jesse. man. Finally, man, able to make it on this show. Oh, look at this brother set up over here. Oh. <laughs> like you're in a professional studio. You and Graham both. I'm the only one with just my shitty ass great background behind me. Y'all look like y'all in actual recording studios. Brian, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah, well, I mean, happy new year to the both of you. Uh, yeah, happy new year, guys. Happy that new shit year. Out the way. So we got a we got a guest today. Um, we tried to make it happen a couple weeks ago. Actually, we're trying to make it happen longer than that. But yeah. uh, it's finally happening. We're very excited. Uh, well, this is our first time meeting, so I'm going to let B introduce you. All righty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is uh, the one and only Jesse Carter, the host of the Pro Wrestling Shoot, and uh, and the, the thing is, me and Jesse, we go way back. We go way back. We first met. Uh, what was it 2008? WrestleMania 24. Yes, sir. 2008. That's what I thought. Yeah. So back in the day, you know, when I during my time at THQ, every year we would host these uh, uh, superstar challenge events. But we'd have fans come WrestleMania weekend. It's a tournament. They'd play the video game. And uh, and my man Jesse here was one of those uh, contestants and uh, flew him out. We were in Orlando. Um, it was you and your, your brother uh, who were there. Got to meet, you know, met both of you. And. I just I, I don't remember much from that weekend because it was just a lot of drinking and wrestling going on. But I do remember meeting Jesse and hanging out with him on several occasions during that weekend. And then fast forward, I want to say it was 2018. Uh, I want to say 2018. I'm at Staples Center, across the street from Staples Center, about to attend. And uh, well, just either Survivor Series or NXT was one of them events that weekend. And I'm with my co-workers from Japan who flew into town to go to these events and we're, we're across the street from Staples Center having some beers. And all of a sudden this guy's like, Brian, are you, are you Brian Williams? And I turn and I look and I'm like, yeah. And lo and behold is Jesse all these years later, all grown up a man now, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and we just reconnected and exchanged information and we've been, you know, uh, we've been connected, you know, ever since, you know, he's got his podcast. I've been a guest on the pro wrestling shoot a couple of times it's a great, it's a great podcast. Um, if you're into all the the graps and the wrestling and all that, uh, be sure to check him out. And Jesse, you know, go ahead and you, you plug your show. And also, Graham, he's got a, this new uh, segment on his show where he does a what if. Nice. I'll let Jesse, I'll let Jesse get into right, it, but, right, it, but yeah, it's yeah. dope. It's dope. It's what if, but it's a lot better than the actual what if show that Marvel put out. I promise <laughs> yeah. you that. How well, dare you? I, I hope it's better. I hope it's better. Um, yeah, it's just a what if. Uh, series that we're doing for our season three um just doing some fantasy booking for wwe being a bunch of nerds about it <laughs> but yeah it's a lot of fun man i mean uh we release shows every every monday but i'm more i, I don't even want to talk about my show man i i love this show so thank you I, i've been thank on graham's ass a couple of times just to release <laughs> episodes yep. because you guys entertain me at work man and i i want i want more of the bomb cast so i'm so happy to be a part of this show guys thank you for having me ah uh, thank you for being here thank you for being here um yeah, pleasure is definitely all ours, man. Yeah, ours. yeah. And Happy New Year to everybody listening. Um, while you're listening, go ahead, whatever, rate and review, like and subscribe, all that nonsense. And uh, I don't think we had anything specific to talk about, did we? Yeah. The all Matrix, right. dog. 
Right? Isn't that? I mean, that's, that's right. not, I figured so, that was that's the lot, main event. A lot has happened since our last episode. So, like, yeah, the Matrix came out. Uh, Hawkeye finished. Um, we talked Boba, about Hawkeye. I think before. I don't think we talked about the finale. Boba Fett came out. Okay, and something else too. Spider Man. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen that. Jesse, have you seen Spider Man? Of course, yeah. of course I have. Yeah. No, I look like the asshole. With the, of course, you gotta do the asshole. Grant. Yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> I mean, everything else I get, but to miss Spider Man, it's like, come on, man, come on, son. I gotta like leave the house and go do a thing. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it is a lot, but it's worth it. It's a whole gotta, thing. Yeah, I, and I told you, I still haven't even seen. You gotta support Marvel, man. They, 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 they need that money. You know, yeah, yeah. Marvel. Mar- Marvel doesn't have enough. Marvel's hard. <laughs> you, know, up. you gotta Marvel's support. Hard up. Yeah, yeah, I haven't even seen the last one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With, with Donnie Darko. With Mysterio. Yeah. With Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, man. You got to watch that. I know. I know. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. You said that the last time we recorded, which was like a month ago. And I didn't mean it then either. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told, because I, I, Jesse, I told, I told Graham, I said, look, you know, you can skip that middle one. I'll just tell you how it ends. Because that's all you really need to know. You're like, no, I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I do want, it. I want to watch it. I want to do a lot of things, B. Yeah, I, I want to watch of, Dark on Netflix, and I, I haven't done dreams. that yet. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Just, do, do you guys keep up with Cobra Kai? Did you see the? I've only seen the first season. I love the first season, but that's I've only seen okay. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I've you got to get you got to really? get on that. I like it. I I've like seen, it a lot. I've seen uh, season two was the last one. I think I started season three. If for whatever reason, I just uh, I got halfway through it and I stopped. But I mean, I know my dad. He loves that show. Everybody loves that show. He went through it's, season four in a day. So sure. it's kind of tweeny. But um, I love it, dude. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sucker for that show. I think it's way better than the original Karate Kids. You guys got to get on whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, Way better. Whoa. No, I, 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 I think that's an easy agreement. Look, I mean, I, th- I thought that first season was better than all, th- all three of them Karate Kid movies. What the yeah. fuck are you guys talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. Man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You have to get past the first season, okay, to make this, to make this I agreement. Didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I just saw you season, season two, though. Season one and two, yeah. Oh, okay. so season- but but I'm saying that first season was so good, and I and I was like, wow. Because when I, when I when that show first came out, I'm like, who the fuck cares about yeah. Karate Kid in the year whatever year it came out, 2017, <laughs> whatever. Like, who cares? And all of a sudden, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, god damn it, I care. Wow, yeah. who who knew that I the, the first needed to season see more of these is, people is really good, and I'm sure the rest is good too. But Karate Kid one. Okay, well, the the first Karate Kid was excellent. Okay, it's I, I, I'll outstanding. Give you that. I, I, I hold no. Like, it's oh wow. That's 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 that nostalgic viewpoint. When's the down. last time have you sit, seen it? I watch it at least once a year. Sit down, B. Sit down, B. I'm sitting, sir. <laughs> sit, sit lower, lower your chair. Push, uh, lift the little my, thingy on the side, and my biggie sh- sh- shrink down, B. My biggie hoodie. That that the the first Karate Kid, I, it holds up uh, to me. It's in it's in the top five martial arts movies ever made it's that good it's amazing oh jesus christ get the fuck out of here man that top five uh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah with actual, actual actual lessons about not just like uh, for the, the fight the fighting is is fine in that movie too it's better than fucking black panther um the but like actual lessons about the effects of martial arts the student teacher relationship how to handle being a martial artist in the real world like there's so much in that that movie is fantastic oh yeah i'll give you that the the teachings in the movie is is great but i, I use a, you know, and karate kid 2 which is not a very good movie but See, i use uh, that that thing i'm rubbing my hands together 
where, you know, he's he's rubbing the stick. I think I used it on the last episode when I was talking to B you about did. boxing. Yeah, I use yeah. that shit all the time. I used it this week with clients. All right, Jesse, oh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, it's, it's good, man, but just just watch the rest of the show. You'll yeah. like it. And There's the reason so why I say the reason why I say that it's better is because it takes every element from every Karate Kid movie ever made and puts them into this show. Everybody's back except for Mr. Miyagi. Everybody is in this show. That is, yeah, I, I they saw bring him back latest, with CGI. On this latest uh, they season, could. they, they yeah. brought back the uh, the instructor from three. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit, they're still there. They really are, like, digging <laughs> oh, in the crates. Ponytail? Does he yeah. have a ponytail? They're, they're digging in the crates. And that's one thing I do uh, really enjoy about the show. Because even they brought back the the Japanese girl from 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 two? From two, yeah. yeah. Yep. She shows up. And it's it's the same actress. Like, That's they bring wild. back everybody. And I was like, wow. And, and the, the Japanese um, opponent. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Karate Kid goes against. Wow. I think that might have been the last episode that I saw. Okay, that so I can't, I can't even go any further because you guys have to watch this. All right, like, all right. It gets, right. It gets yeah. much better, I promise you. <sighs> yeah. Well, now, I, now, I believe now, that it's on, now that it's on Netflix, I will. Um, yeah. The, the thing that was holding me up before is, like, I don't want to – not that I would buy you two – Anyway, I was pirating it before, but like <laughs> I, I didn't want to go to I didn't want to waste the bandwidth to do it. But now that it's on Netflix, I probably will. Yeah, I was the same way I'm, when they when they first dropped it on, on YouTube. because That was a, a, its original platform. Yeah. I think they had like the first three or four episodes that were free. Right. That's a teaser. But then you had, you know, pay for the service. So that's what that's what I did. But I'm like, you I'm like, I'm not I've got enough subscription services as good as I, as much as I'm enjoying the show. I totally. just can't. I just can't. And that's all they got. That's all, that's all they have. And that's all um, they had. And, and I so, agree. Like, I, I, that first season was very good. Um, I loved all the fan service. I thought it was compelling in its own right. I mean, Johnny was the fucking man, dude. Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, the one of the biggest, like, that actor, one of the biggest villains yeah. of the 80s growing up. Like, I was seeing him in movies. Doubt. Without a doubt. And I'm like, oh, this guy. Fuck this guy. I also really. And, and I, I cared about him. I this. appreciated how they painted. LaRusso as a douchebag from like the success of him of his later high school life like kind of made him a dick and then the opposite happened with Johnny I, I appreciated all that stuff I liked it um, and I thought the fighting was good in that show too it's something they always do well in those Karate Kid movies is like make the fighting very simple but direct and enjoyable to watch it's it's really good they do a good job and yeah. it gets better that's right. what I'm saying like it gets, it gets much better you have to watch past season one dude and John and LaRusso is still is your day as job jackass. as like a PA on the Cobra Kai or something no no <laughs> I am not sponsored for this promotion whatsoever you might um, be after this if somebody happens um, to come across this prob- yeah I probably yeah. should be but yeah. no I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it man um, I'm a I watch everything it's yeah. it's ridiculous but yeah, I mean, just watch it, dude. All right. Enjoy All right. it, I promise. Fair enough, fair enough, man. Um, I, I, I'm into it. What else came out uh, before we get into the, well, <laughs> the Matrix so, so, 4? So, the, so Hawkeye, I, I want to say yeah. we, did, we did talk about the final episode. I think we're at the episode 9, or the, whatever the penultimate one, I think that was the last time we... Well, there's only 6, that's what I thought. I think we're at 5, I, I don't think we did 6. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah so, when was, the, when was the last time we did a podcast? It was <laughs> before that. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. Um, uh, Jesse, are you caught up on Hawkeye? Let me check my followed podcast real quick <laughs> to see how far hey, you guys hey. got. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I am all caught up with Hawkeye. I think it was, it was and December. And it looks like it was... you guys ended with episode five. Okay, oh. that's what I said. 
That's what I said. <laughs> so all that was left was um, we found out the mom was working with Kingpin, and then the the Echo found out that Kingpin had her dad murdered, and uh, what's her name was going to try to kill Hawkeye, Black Widow's sister. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Yelena. Yelena, yeah, it's it's been a minute, but I like the ending. I thought it was good. Um, it, yeah. it, it, it wrapped up how I thought it should wrap up. It, it, and, and again, the thing with that show, it's very low stakes. There was like, not, as far as the universe is concerned, there was no, um, this story had no impact on the universe. And that's one of the things I appreciated yeah. up until the last minute of the show. I was like, oh, thank God. It, it stayed small. It's, yeah, I mean... The show wouldn't have, I mean, I guess it could have, but no, I mean, it's Hawkeye. So, you yeah. know, it's like the stakes are appropriate for that, you know, for his, for his character. And the thing that I really liked about, I mean, I like this, the series as a whole, but I just love how they introduced uh, Kingpin at the tail end of episode five. And, and they, they waste no time. Yeah. Like this, the last episodes begins with the Kingpin having that conference, having that, that talk with uh, Kate Bishop's mom. And I just loved her. They're like, look, you, you wanted to see him. We tease them. Boom. Here he yeah, is. Let's yeah. let's just hit the ground running. Let's wrap this up. Uh, I yeah, I thought it was a, it was a fun episode. There were some things I didn't like. Uh, the uh, the the scene when Kate and, and Hawkeye are facing off against all the, the foot soldiers of the, uh, the on the bro, ice rink, the bro clan. Yeah. yeah you know, that, yeah, it, was, it, yeah. it, it got to a point where it was like, OK, y'all, like how many of these motherfuckers do they have? It was just it was like a, a, it was like a, a clown car. Yeah. Of just uh rental bros coming down to fight them and, and 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 admittedly it was a it was a fun fight and all that but it just got i was like come on y'all like they're not rolling this deep it was like they're just coming like they're coming out of the woodworks <laughs> like it, it got a little silly for sure it yeah but i mean but barring that i mean i i thought it was a fun episode i thought it wrapped up it wrapped up everything you know in a nice little bow hawkeye got to be with his family um i don't know it just it was just a from top to bottom a show that just worked for me and it is yeah. my favorite Marvel Disney Plus show. And I think I think Jesse you had mentioned on Twitter that it wasn't working for you. Oh, not at all. <laughs> so but so here here's the thing, okay? Oh, first some three, dissension. First three ep- no, uh, and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to change my tone here in a second. Um the first three episodes I just wasn't I wasn't digging it, but it was going into this knowing that so I have this running joke with my son. Uh, Hawkeye weakest Avenger. <laughs> like by by far Agreed. it it was Agreed. um it was uh what's what's the what's old girl that died uh black, uh, black widow black widow okay so it was her she died i was like all right she passed the torch to hawkeye weakest avenger <laughs> and so i'm not excited about this show going in but this show made you appreciate um what type of avenger hawkeye really is and right. it showed a side of him that has more to offer i feel yeah. like with all the fancy arrows that he was <laughs> blowing up people with and all the crazy shit he was doing. Um, the last three episodes, I really enjoyed the show. Nice. But the first, the first three, it was just a really slow start and I'll have to go back and watch the first three again, but it's just one of those. Cause for me, I, I and I don't think you guys feel the same way, but I really enjoyed WandaVision. The, I really, the, see, I feel like, like you, the opposite, like the first three or four episodes of WandaVision I loved. And then the last yeah. half I didn't like. Yeah. Okay, so that and that was the opposite for me. I hated the first three episodes of Wandavision, but loved the rest of Wandavision. And then I went back and watched them, and I was like, okay, I get it now. But at first, because um, it was the first Disney show, right? Wandavision yeah, yeah. was. Yeah, it was. So when I was first watching that, um, I was like, what? 
the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? What's going on here? This is nothing. This and this was right after Endgame, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Or Spider Man or, or Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Spider Man. So right after that, then we start off with I Love Lucy, WandaVision, and <laughs> you know what I mean, Bewitched and all that shit. So I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, but then I grew to love it. I loved Loki. I thought Loki was really good. Um, yeah, same. Agreed. I, th- I thought that that was probably my favorite out of all the Marvel. Uh, Loki Loki was my favorite until this Hawkeye uh, series wrapped up. So that last um, Hawkeye was really good. And at first I, w- I was hating the fact that it was around Christmas time. I was like, oh, fuck, another, you know, got to get home for Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it made you appreciate it. And the fact that the last episode came out before Christmas. Right was even better. You yeah. know what I mean? So the whole family watched that last episode of nice. Hawkeye. Nice. And it was just like this family gathering of, you know, it, it was it was a wholesome moment in my family. So that yeah. I appreciate Hawkeye for, man. Uh, uh, it turned out really good. Yeah, they they did a good job. And I liked it like the I mean the him getting home for Christmas. It's like a it's a running thread, but it's not this con he's not constantly like I got to get home for Christmas. Like while yeah. he's doing his job, I appreciated that. Like while he's working, he's not thinking about that other shit. Like it, it's always a consequence of his job that he can't do or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and then think, all the other Christmas elements, like they weren't really pushed. They were just, you know, they was just happened yeah. to be around, around Christmas. the holidays. Like it was in the background, but it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's clear that like, th- that was a, uh, at least tonally, like an influence on this show of like, oh, yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah. you know, kind of rough around the edges guy from Jersey has to save the day, but his family is kind of understanding, but they also kind of think he's kind of a deadbeat and whatever, but he's trying to do right. Yeah. It, it was good. I liked it. Um, I was just thinking like, I think the only, one of the few times in the MCU where Hawkeye was like kind of useful was when, he like put Ant-Man, the mini Ant-Man on his arrow and shot him. Like, I can't think of any other time where he wasn't just like randomly in the background shooting arrows, just kind of, <laughs> and it, and it just showed him shooting regular arrows. Like, yeah, he's always just shooting arrows. You know what I mean? And then we yeah. see in, in Hawkeye, the show that he's got all these different, they actually you know, matter, acid yeah. arrows and it's, it's, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only like trick arrows he ever used, like in the, uh, the Avengers films were like towards the end, I think is in, in Endgame. He had some explosive arrows, but that mm-hmm. was like the extent of it. That's all you yeah. really saw. Yeah, like he shot one and and or even in Avengers, yeah, he shot one and yeah. Loki caught it and then it blew up or something like that. Right, yeah. So I did like how they really just leaned into the comic side of uh the comic book side of Hawkeye, where it's like finally we're getting some fucking trick arrows and shit. Yeah. And uh the whole montage of them putting them together, I'm like, okay, this is all kind of silly, but I love it. And I'm I, like, I don't know where he's getting the, the the wherewithal to get all this stuff together and they, to, they, to, to know, be able to make them. Uh, like kind of like the same thing with like a karate kid or whatever uh part of any movie that has adventure would be like some sort of training aspect or training montage and they do it with here like he's teaching her how to flip the coin and the coin uh, yeah you know showing her what arrows do so it's like she already knows how to be an archer so it's not like uh fucking shang chi where overnight Aquafina becomes the world's greatest archer. It's archer like, yeah, she's yeah. already a great archer, but she, you know, she can be better. She can be way better. And so they, they get that in there. You have like the, you know, buddy cop elements between this was something I noticed when I was thinking about it, like the strength of the show, they do the, they do the buddy cop pair with a bunch of different people. They do it with yeah. Hawkeye and what's her name? The girl. Kate Bishop. 
Kate Bishop. They do it with Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. They do it with Kate Bishop and Yelena. They do it with Hawkeye and the the, the LARPing crew, the LARPers, <laughs> the LARPers. Like, they they just keep they just keep elements of the, that like a buddy cop road trip movie. Like they keep that dynamic with a bunch of different pairs. And it worked really – it was really strong. I was like, what a brilliant idea just to make everybody charismatic and work yeah, well. You know, it's funny. Yeah, you're right about that because that even extends to uh, the two uh, major uh, Brenta bros. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the one who was getting relationship advice from Kate. Yeah. And then the older the older guy. They were always together, you know. Absolutely. What, what was the name of that group? They was, was, it was Brenta bro, right? Was oh, that the name? I of- thought you were just being – I thought you were joking. Is that really what they were called? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. I'd have to no. Yeah, that, that was, yeah that's, that's what was on the side of their van. Uh, oh, is B Googling right now? Oh, no, because they had the tracks there. The tracks of Mafia's name of <laughs> the Master gang. Google, where are yeah. you at? Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought. Well, no, this... because I'm right. I, I, I don't, the, this, I'm, Google, I'm using this Google. <laughs> no, I'm right. I'm right. Because I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I'm using hey, my Google. What do you guys think of uh, Elena in this? Uh, so, okay, another part that I did not like. I like her, and I like her character. She was like the, the best thing about Black Widow, the movie. Um, her, this her 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 uh, hatred of Hawkeye just felt forced. It felt really forced, and I like once she found out that she was hired by Kate's mother to kill Hawkeye. To me, that kind of I thought that would have given reason. yeah, I thought that yeah. would have given her a sec. You know, like wait, wait a minute, you know. So the mother of you know your mother who you're pounding around you know with Haka she hired me to kill this guy it didn't give her any kind of pause or second thought about this mission and then she kind of just continued on with this weird obsession about how he's you know Hawkeye was responsible for Black Widow's death and I'm like well surely information is out there about about what happened to this woman I mean they got plaques in New York with everybody about what happened and all the kind of shit I'm like it just seemed forced that she would just have this this just kind of myopic like viewpoint of you were responsible for my sister i must kill you i must kill you yeah and and it seemed like they did it just so they could have them fight her motivation is just by the by the point of that last episode i'm like come on you should be you're smarter than this it should have been one or the other it should have been she either wasn't emotionally attached to it she was just doing the job she was hired to do right. or she wasn't hired and she was only going after hawkeye on her own because yeah. she thought that Hawkeye killed her sister. Like it was responsible. Yeah. The fact that they did both, I, I agree. Like it's um, it undercuts it undercuts both ends of that that storyline. Where it's like, if she's hired, her emotion doesn't matter, right? And if she's emotional, why would she need to be hired to do it? Like it, it, it that was a mistake for sure. And it, yeah, and even even then, it's like. Even if she was hired, it's like the coincidence of it all. So it's right. like, I, so <laughs> right. I'm, I'm already looking to kill this man. And oh, it just so happened, I get a job where I get paid to do it too. Everything's coming up Millhouse. This is great. Yeah. So I thought I thought she was great yeah. in, in the show, but I do agree with you guys on, on uh, that feeling forced. But, you know, of course, this is just a way to push her into the Avengers later. Right, right, right. Yeah, which, yeah. which I figured was a good way. Um, I like her so much better than Black Widow. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they they definitely give like I haven't seen the movie Black Widow, but like she has more charisma. Like her charisma is, just, they, is, just, is on a yeah. different level. But they also they give, they, give her, they give her a lot to do in this yeah. show. Where it's like in in yeah. the MCU, they don't really give Scarlet or Black Widow that much to do. Like that's true. Same, I guess, yeah. same thing with Hawkeye. Like they don't really give him a lot to do. 
kind of rightfully so because like what are these fucking like you said they're the weakest avengers what are they gonna do yeah um but yeah as far as like her like the actor and 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 who and how the character was in the show she's fucking awesome she's great yeah florence and, and, yeah, and she's, I, she's gorgeous too yeah yeah very very pretty lady i that whole sequence where she, <laughs> her and kate bishop are running through the building yeah, yeah. chasing after hawkeye and they're fighting at the same they're time they're fighting so and they talk talking shit back and forth. I, I could watch. Well, not even talking shit. They would always be complimentary of each other. They like, like oh. each other. They're, yeah. I mean, they were having mac and cheese together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would watch a show with them, but like it would have to somehow maintain that dynamic where <laughs> they're they're frenemies. But like, yeah, it, yeah, th- those two together were so um, so fun to watch. I really liked them. Yeah. Yeah, I that, do that, was, I that was like one of the best best parts of the show to me was was seeing that that uh, totally. relationship that Kate Bishop and Elena was. So, and like you mentioned, the, the mac and cheese scene was so good. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. with with hot sauce of all things. It's like okay, she's my type of woman. <laughs> Absolutely, hot sauce on anything. I, yeah. I do want I do want to give a special uh, shout out and, and prayers to those. Uh, miniaturized bros who got swept up by that owl. <laughs> I could I could not stop thinking about them. One, when they when they got shrunk, I'm like, like does he have the technology to, to, to make them whole again? Sorry guys. And, and then as soon as I thought that that bird came and swept him, I'm like, oh man, rest in peace, y'all. Yeah. Rest in, what a way to go. Yeah. Yeah, they they died for sure. Yeah. Uh what'd you what did y'all think of seeing uh Donofrio, his you know the kingpin. You know his his fight with uh, Kate Bishop that was entertaining. Yeah, I mean he he um it's tough like with a character like Kingpin. It, it, you know in the comic like as far as the canon goes he's like one of the st- strongest people like he he's as strong as you can be without being a meta or a superhero or a, superhero what do they call or him? super superpowered or, superpowered yeah. whatever they call him in the thing. No. Um, he's as strong as you can get and he's. You know, they say, like, he's not fat. Like, he's just – that's all muscle. He's crazy strong and he's whatever. You big bone, like, thick boy. Vincent D'Onofrio is not, like, an athletic guy. He doesn't move athletically. You know, like, you can watch a huge guy like a fucking Brock Lesnar or something like that who is giant, but he's also very athletic. But when you're watching Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio move around, it's like, okay, he's clearly not <laughs> – athletic in the slightest like he can't lift anything above his head he's got you know scrawny legs and kind of scrawny arms so i think visually it's awkward watching him in the fight scenes but the kingpin was never athletic either i mean every your, your descriptions of him you know outside of the athletic thing are all on on par you know it's yeah. all correct but he was never even in the comics when he would fight he was not he, he was just a a brute you know, he was strong. He could lift up and throw and do all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't like sure. he was all nimble on his he's, feet. He's definitely not running around doing parkour. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love no, to no, see no. that, though. No. Uh, but I think just like, you know, him, I like that they made him more aggressive in this. Like he, he played he played down in the last season of Daredevil. He was very, very emotional, um, which I like. I, I love that. He, that was his take on it. But in this, I like that he didn't they didn't waste time with that. They're like, no, just make him like really menacing and. Yeah, aggressive, um, but just in that fight with him and uh, Kate Bishop, I just found him uh, awkward to watch. Fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that scene that that their, their fight scene. Although there were several times from where he'd punch her and she'd go flying back, I'm like, 
I don't know how this little girl keeps getting back up after well, taking these punches. That's all of these. You know, somebody falls off a building and gets up, and they're like, oh, I'm okay. Thankfully, this I, car was here. I know. And brushing it, the dust yeah, off. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, fine. yeah it, I'll be fine. It, did, it didn't take away, but it, did, it was one of those things. I'm like, come on. Like, I mean, she, she didn't really even seem to be selling it all that much. But, but yeah. I mean, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I, uh, but, I think but like I like that, that's, that, that's like basically – you want obviously you want your actors' faces to be the faces you're seeing in an action scene, but there's a reason that there are stunt performers, like because the, they look better doing all this shit. Like that's their job is to look amazing while they're doing these actions, whether it's stunts or combat, and like the actors can act. So it's like you know they try to use as much of the actors, I think, for these performances and the action sequences, and it it shows, like for better or worse, I think it shows. Can agree with that. Um, so I never watched Daredevil. Really? I've never, never seen it. No, nope, none of shit. it. No, nope, never the, watched it. The, mo- the movies uh, movies traumatize you that much, huh? <laughs> Where yeah, you're like, I so, can't even fuck with these Netflix shows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, DC has and it ruined that for me. And then Marvel came out with uh, the Daredevil and everything else like that. And I just. Uh, that that first I, season in particular. I was going to say, the is, first season. Is worth going out of your way to see. Yeah, is it okay? Uh, it, I, will, I, mean, I will go check it out. It, it, it put. I mean, as as much as we enjoy these Disney shows, and they're not really comparable because the right the Netflix Daredevil is so dark. Um, but that that first Daredevil season is unbelievably good. Like just I'll top go back and, I'll everything go back and about check it. it yeah, out. yeah, and like so, ha- half of season two also is is very good. Also, because I know they did like the Punisher, and then they did. Um, they did Daredevil and they did Jessica Jones, Luke Jessica Cage, Jones, Jones. Luke yeah, Cage. Uh, and, and then, then uh, the fist was... that will not be named. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What What about uh, oh, Captain Marvel's girl, or not Captain Marvel? Sorry, uh, Captain America's girl. They did a show on her too. Oh, with Sharon Carter. That was on yeah. ABC. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, that, that was, was still a Netflix. Marvel. It was still a Marvel was still show. Yeah. A Marvel show. Yeah. Yeah. Asian Carter. So, yeah. So the only reason I started watching the shows was because I wanted to see what was after Endgame, mm. right? This new, this no, new brought up um, MCU that they're going to be doing with, uh, you know, Iron Man dead and Captain America gone. I just wanted to see the follow up in that. But before that, I had such a blocked mind <laughs> mindset on, oh god, a Marvel show. I, I don't know about that. Even when the Punisher came, I'm a huge fan of the Punisher. And I like uh, I love the comic books. Mm-hmm. The first movie was good. I'm not too big on the second movie that came out that they redid. Wait, which first movie we talk? We talking about the Dolph Lundgren the Punisher? Yes, yes. The one from the '80s? No, no. Sorry, no. second movie then. Uh, not the one was, from the '80s. So it was Thomas um, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane and yeah. John and Travolta. Then, yeah. Yes, and John Travolta. Right. Yes, that one. And Kevin I really Nash. enjoyed that one. Yeah, and Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was even in that until yeah. you just said it. But yes, um, I enjoyed that movie. Um, I don't think that any of them were as close as the comic books, but I, I just didn't know how to feel about the show coming out. Did, have, you seen, in, have you seen this oh, show? Uh, the Punisher? Yeah, yeah. I haven't, no. It's it's as Punisher as you can get. It's as close to the comics as I think is even possible for that character. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will uh, go back and watch it. These are both on Netflix too, right? Netflix, yeah. yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I would I recommend, absolutely, you know, Graham had mentioned, you know, uh, seasons one and half of two of Daredevil. Um, I would agree. I would say seasons one and two just as whole. Season two definitely totally. it doesn't it doesn't end as all, all that great. But yeah, 
It's 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 totally great how, still. So but how many seasons do they have? Just two? Three. I think it's with the three or four. Oh, that's or maybe I think three. Maybe it's you're for right. sure okay, three. So for sure three. Is there an end game for it? Yes, and that's why you know you only need to see one and two because it the, the last season is a waste of your time. Uh, I would. That's what I'm. That. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like I hate watching shows that everybody's like, oh. Just watch the first two seasons. I can't do that. You could get I away can. with it. You could get away yeah. with it. Uh, with you know, even even the third season of Daredevil, I I, I can't. Remember. I thought the third season because the third season came after Iron Fist, right? B. Um. Yes. Yes. The, the timeline gets weird in that era, like the the later era of Marvel Netflix. It got really sloppy and weird. Like post Iron Fist, everything got wacky. But so Daredevil. Right one and two are really good. Uh, one in particular, you could watch one by itself and be fine. Yeah, yeah. Three seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. So, so three, three is I thought was okay. I think it was. You, you could do all three of Daredevil. Does for it sure. end, or there, or is there more coming out? Oh no, it, it's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, all the now Charlie Cox is going into the MCU anyways. So my daughter, um, when I was scrolling Netflix, not even that long ago, she's like, "You've seen Daredevil, right?" I was like, "No." <laughs> you're missing out yeah this is a talk really that good shit talk that shit <laughs> and i was like i can't if it's not a part of the mcu i don't give a shit about it <laughs> and that's how i felt i was it's, like if it, it's not it's uh well, it's live, it's 10 it's like uh, is it it runs no, the, in parallel like the events of the mcu okay, affect, right, yeah. affect that show yeah it's oh, not to, yeah it's not okay. totally ignored they just because of the you know uh rights they weren't able to outright say oh captain america or Avengers, they, but they will reference characters and events that have happened in the MCU. Yeah, like they talk about you know the attack on New York a lot. Yeah, um, oh, okay. So it, it plays a pretty prominent role in the show. But for me, we, we've talked about this a lot. But like Daredevil one and Jessica Jones one and Punisher one. Punisher yeah. two is off is also very good. But like, I, I I think both seasons of Punisher are worth. If you, especially if you're a Punisher fan, yeah. you have to check them out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I and I have a feeling that he's going to be introduced again as the Punisher in the MCU. I, I honestly um, I can't see the same thing with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. I can't see any other version of those characters that that could even possibly move anything further than what those three actors did with the, it. They're so good. And, uh, yeah, I think if you stick with daredevil, Jessica Jones, the season two of Jessica Jones, you could leave out. Uh, it's not even necessary. Like you could finish it at season one. Um, but they're both punishers. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I think it's a testament of daredevil to know that out of all these, uh, Marvel Netflix shows thus far, you know, the only characters that have been taken into the MCU from these shows have been from Daredevil. Right. The Kingpin, and it's a slight spoiler, but Daredevil, uh, he's in the MCU now. Well, I know um, what I'm binging this weekend, so tomorrow yeah. is actually my birthday, and I have no plans. Hey, oh, happy shit, birthday. it is? Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh, damn. Um, so, yeah. What a wonderful year, present this is for you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hey, this is probably the greatest thing that I'm going to be doing this weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, dude, when my birthday comes around, I have so many birthdays before my birthday right? and Christmas and New Year's and just I'm just partied out. Yeah. And I have, you know, no energy to do anything for myself by the time my birthday rolls around. So this is usually uh, 
my birthday weekend, man. <laughs> They're behind a computer or watching some cool shows, whatever the fact. But yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, uh, I don't do anything for my birthday. I, I mean, it's not that I'm all birthday. I just never celebrate it. Like it just happened, and I'm just like, whatever. I just, I don't even do anything. Just I, just, a, I just work and whatever. Yeah, just another year closer to death, man. That's all it is, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. Pretty what's, much. Uh, what, what's the number for you tomorrow? Uh, 35. 35. Oh, look at you. Just a baby still, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm a baby, but I married in to four kids that were all adults, and now I have grandkids. Wow. Wow. Look so, at you, man. Amazing. I have four, four grandkids at the age of 35. How fucking You crazy. are a amazing. grandfather. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, cheers to you, man. I'm drinking yeah. some pomegranate juice. Yeah, cheers. Some, Happy uh, birthday. Ice coffee. I'm drinking uh, hot coffee. Be- my, oh, okay. Uh, in my cup that my granddaughter bought me. Nice. B- oh, that, oh, Aladdin. Nice. As, yeah, as my genie, my genie cup. B will never miss a chance to tell somebody that they're younger than him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, as, as the as the elder statesman yeah. of the uh, of the of the podcast. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Before we continue on on movies and stuff, dude, how is how is that Marvel hunt coming coming along? Uh, so I got an email from them the week, was it the, it was the week before Christmas, uh, basically saying, you know, with the holidays upon us, you know, we're taking the rest of, you know, this month off, you're still in the running, but you know, uh, you won't hear back from us until the start of the new year. Um, so I haven't heard anything yet. So, and they said, I'm still in the running, but you know, we'll see. But that's that's where that's where, that's where it is. Keep right your now. keep your head up, bro. You gotta yeah. send send that email, man. Happy New Year! I just wanted to touch base and yeah, you know, hope wish yeah, everybody a, a happy idea. New Year. Just honestly, man, like when people are hiring, like they get a stack of emails or a stack of resumes. Like it's usually it's like the one that stays freshest in their mind has the greatest chance of, of getting through. Yeah, so, I'll do uh, that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking, though. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Hey, I'm I'm rooting for you, man. I know it's something that you've been wanting to do for a while, so. Yeah, I, I I appreciate it. Absolutely, I got my my fingers and my toes crossed. Yeah, <laughs> how's life been for you, man? Uh pretty good. I mean, so the last you know last what was it last week when we were I, I had to reschedule because my car uh, right. broke down and I ended yeah. up having to pay twenty five hundred dollars to get it fixed and that sucked. Yeah, man. Not a good Christmas gift. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, at the same time, it's like, I was like, look, no, I mean, obviously, anytime you, there's never a good time for your car to break down. But I'm like, you know, Christmas notwithstanding, whatever, just sucks. And yeah, $2,500 a lot. But I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, at least I had it. Now I was able to get it to take care of it. So I'd be always looking at the bright side. You know, my, my cup is always uh, half full, never half empty. So. But beyond that, I'm doing good. I think I've got athlete's foot though, which sucks. <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> not good. Hard broken down and some itchy ass feet. You know yeah. who you know who never gets athlete's foot? Vincent D'Onofrio. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not athletic. Oh <laughs> uh, I was I was wondering where you go with that. Yeah. That's 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 a good way to tie that, you know. How how was your back. how was your uh Holidays, Grant? Huh? My holiday was good. Um, Christmas was real quiet. It was just my son and I. My mom was in town, so she came over. Um, we did it uh, a day early this year. I asked, you know, schedule with his mom is, I don't like it. So I asked, hey, you want me to 
see if Santa can come a day early? He's like, yeah. So I wrote Santa a letter. Santa came a day early. I did my um, typical Christmas tradition. We we make cookies Christmas Eve, and we leave them out for Santa, and then um, and chocolate milk, and then he gets a new ornament every year on Christmas Eve. So we do that. We read, put him to bed, and then I'll uh, eat the cookies and drink the milk. We'll watch and die hard. So that's what I did. It was great. Nice. And then uh, yeah, n- next next morning my mom came by. Presents, the whole thing. He had a great time. And then um, Christmas Day, around like 11, yeah, 11 a.m., he, he got picked up. So we already had Christmas. It was great. And then uh, went to my mom's later that night for a Christmas dinner, which was, uh, I don't know, as awkward and weird as uh, going to family house Christmas yeah. stuff can be. And that was that was fun. What and was awkward about it? Was your sister there? My sister was not there. Uh, it was my mom... Her friend, uh, this guy, Mike, who's a cool guy like him. And then her, my mom has two friends living with her, uh, these two girls and they're great. And then, but it was like my grandmother and my aunt, my aunt's fine. My grandmother and I am not really like on good terms with. So it's just that, that type of awkward. That type of awkward. And then like, I don't know what happened, man. Later at night, we just start getting into the most heated debate about, um, female directors and uh even just like you know we live in a white supremacist country and i was like fighting like very aggressively about those points and, and <laughs> it was just weird man it just got weird well what, 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 what was the what was the thing with the female directors like what was People your were like saying that like you know they are trying to make hollywood more inclusive so they're including like these female they're giving more female directors but a lot of them aren't good so they're like tokens and that feels worse and i'm like i understand what you're saying that like as a woman you don't like when if there's uh just someone like a woman being included just because they need to check that box right yeah but she's not talented i totally get that but then i just started going through like a laundry list of like amazing female i was like what about all of these women who are fucking outstanding and you know how when you're in an argument with somebody and you'll bring up a point that's like objectively true or objectively worthwhile and they just ignore it and they just keep talking oh, about yeah. that point oh, yeah. and you're just like I want to I want to choke the shit out of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, <laughs> it was a lot of that, man. It was a lot of that. Um and it's weird Been like in so many situations like yeah, with yeah. family members. Of course it's always with family members. And it's like for me, I'm arguing and like and and stuff about you know, um impact of like whitewashing and this and that and i'm arguing against my demographic like against like i'm a middle-aged white male in america all of this stuff benefits me and i don't like it like not not that it benefits me but it's objectively shitty for us as collectively so why don't we all try to like (laughs) make things better and it's just weird to argue that point and then get like a some sort of resistance it's weird that certain people just don't get it don't get it it's hard for them to accept yeah, it's hard for them to see it, like visually. Yeah, because yeah. So just, and then sometimes people just don't want to get it. Also, at the same time, to, like, to, to acknowledge that like yeah. things are in favor of you puts you at to a certain degree at some blame, not blame, but like at some responsibility for the current state of things. And people don't want to take that responsibility on it. Like it, it hurts them to a degree that they can't confront. I guess. Okay, so you were having this debate with your mom or your grandma? A bunch of people. Oh, okay, <laughs> so okay, people. a bunch, yeah. You know how I do be. I get very opinionated and uh You? 
<laughs> you opinionated? <laughs> and uh, I have a hard time just letting it go. Mr. Uh, Karate Kid is one of the top five martial arts movies. And I will die on that hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what? You know what you should have broke the ice with? What's that? Is is foreskin facial cream. Ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> Where were you on Christmas? <laughs> the penis facials what always get them. <laughs> what do you guys think about Sandy Bullock bathing in the foreskins of Korean babies? <laughs> I think she looks great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, working thank- like gangbusters. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, thank you, uh, Kane Blanchett, for, uh, for passing on the tip. That shit is so wild, man. <laughs> I'm passing on the tip. Ah, <laughs> uh, got him. Got him. Got him. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, uh, and then, yeah, New-, New Year's was mad quiet. I was, uh, was going to go to a friend's. They were having, like, a big party. And um, just between, like... Uh, a surge in COVID and then I had to work late and then work super early New Year's Day. I was like, ah, I'm just not going to. So I just stayed home. I was in bed by 1030. It was great. Oh, nice. Yeah, New Year's was definitely a quiet year this year. Yeah. We were snowed in though. Were so, you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty bad. Actually, dude, it's wild where I'm at. Um, we just had what? Negative one um, last week. <laughs> and then, um, and then it turned to like the 18 degrees and then it started snowing. And then our, our roads were like an ice rink, just a sheet of ice. Like it was, it was ridiculous. You could bust out the blades and go skating on them. Holy it was shit. that, it was that crazy. That's scary. And then, uh, we ended up getting about eight inches of snow following that on top of the ice. Wow. And then the following day we hit 57 degrees. What the fuck? 50 mile an hour winds. And now all the snow's gone. Roads are fine. <laughs> 50 mile an hour winds. Yeah. That's nuts. With with 80 mile an hour gusts. Yeah. Holy shit. You just, you just, everybody stays home when it's like that or what's. Uh, I have no fucking choice in this matter. I work outside. I'm actually a truck driver. So I am out on these ice roads. Fuck. Fun times. Yeah. I actually caught a chest cold. I was telling B that uh, yesterday. uh, He's like, he's like, Hey, we still on? I was like, yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm a little sick, but I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not COVID, so that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oof. A little chest cold from being out in this crazy ass weather, and then it turned to spring all of a sudden for a day, and then that's weird, man. Yeah, it's it's yeah, wild, but, man. But you know the weather over Washington State. Okay, the weather over here during the holidays, during like Christmas time, I mean, it was pretty crazy for us too. I mean, it's definitely all over the place. All over the place. I mean, because yeah. uh, we had like three days at least. I mean, Graham, I'm not sure how it was where you were, but like three days of like nonstop rain. Yeah. Uh, just nonstop, which and, I, and obviously we need the rain. Like, oh, the, the drought, the rain is good and all that. Yeah. But it was raining. It was cold. I mean, I mean, not. Negative I was gonna one. say, what, what what's cold? To yeah, you, I know it's hey, cold, coldness is all relative. But it was like you know, like fifty, <laughs> fifty five degrees, you know, which is cold for for over here. That's swimming weather, brother. <laughs> but then, but then it clears up and it gets close to seventy. And it's like, oh, okay. But then it gets. Right back cold again. Again, our cold. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the weather systems are all. I mean, it's global warming. Yeah, it's called what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just nuts out here. <laughs> yeah, you know it's, what I mean. It's pretty weird. Um, yeah, it, absolutely. Pouring rain and then super cold, like forties out here. Um, and then yeah, t- today it's, it's gorgeous and blue yeah. and uh, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's uh, wild times we live in. Yeah. Uh, 63 degrees right now. 
At least on my side of town in Culver City. Oh, it's a good. We never. Let's see. <laughs> I'm curious. Oh, it's colder out here. 59. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't That's know. My, you don't know my struggle, B. How about you, how about you I, Jesse? I will check the weather right now. All right. Hold on. All right. Yeah, this 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 is gonna be a mic drop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I win. No, it's actually beautiful today. It's 45 degrees. Okay, that's, that's oh, not okay. And sunny. Yeah. yeah, sunny all day. I, I love oh, a so. cold, crisp, sunny day. It's so great. It's and great. then tomorrow it will drop back down to 33, and then we will probably get more snow. That's what starts getting scary again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, enjoy the sun while you have it, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, at least you know, I can drive out on the roads. Yeah, it's shining because it's your birthday weekend, man. Yeah, that's true. You Actually, know? well, tomorrow's my birthday, and it's going to be cloudy like a motherfucker. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we're celebrating today. Yes, yeah. yes. We're celebrating today. Uh, well, how about, how about Boba Fett? Have you guys seen Boba Fett? Two episodes have been out. I, I have not. Okay, B, have. you have not. Jesse has. I have not. Yeah, I've I, I seen them both. The first one I fell asleep on. Um, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. The second one I really enjoyed. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. So. It, it's uh Again, it feels it feels low stakes. I like what they're doing with these uh, these shows on Disney so far. It feels good. Yeah, there's something preventing me from watching it. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I know I will eventually. I just haven't. It's felt because it's because Baby Yoda's not on there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. Maybe maybe that's it. You're anti Baby Yoda racist. Uh, Bullock has done to- stole Baby Yoda's foreskin. <laughs> yeah. And turned him into a cream. Yeah, the Mandalorian has to get it back. Yeah. Um, it's good. That would man. make for a good episode. There's yeah. something, you know, I, I said this. <laughs> I said this. Yeah, but like, but like, she's not a character in Star Wars. She's Sandra Bullock in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> just like yeah. running away from, from uh, Boba Fett or whatever. Um, there's something I, I said is, we won't get too into it because you haven't seen it, B, but like. That's all right. Sorry. The Mandalorian, I felt the same way. And this, I feel the same way too, even though it's only two episodes in. These shows remind me of USA shows on the network USA when they like like Silk Stockings. Remember no. Silk Stockings and all that? <laughs> no, no, it's not erotic in any way. Oh, um, but like the way that Quantum Leap or um, Briscoe County Junior or like those type of adventure shows that they had on HBO or USA rather. Well, Where? those weren't on USA. Just to correct you, you oh, know, I am, TNT. I, uh, Quantum Leap was NBC. Briscoe, well, I'm pretty sure it was a Fox show. What the fuck? What am I talking about then? Yeah, I, that's why I said so stalking. If you mentioned USA, I'm wait, like, uh, wait, don't 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 let him fool you. You can see his eyes moving around on the screen right now. He's got tons of Google <laughs> pulled up. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Nobody ever sees that shit but me. Uh, no, I do uh, not. I'm gonna show you my computer. Oh man, bye. <laughs> Yeah, never you, mind. You already closed the tabs, B. We, <laughs> can, 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 yeah, can you see? Can you see Jesse too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I thinking about? No. Uh, so, like, uh, Psych was a USA show. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the one with the the oh dude the the guy who was like a hitman who was trying to get back into his field? Uh, oh man, I used to watch it too. It was on I USA. Forget. It was on USA. Uh, was it like after Monday Night Raw? Is that why you know this? <laughs> no, it was. I think it was actually but, on a Thursday. But there was also like Monk. Okay, yeah. So like Psych, yeah, Monk, Monk, yeah, these shows, Monk. Okay, where it's like um, those are still good examples. Where it's like and and current, <laughs> not from fucking thirty years ago, um, <laughs> and not on USA. Lefem Nikita, Lefem Nikita was a right, right, right. yeah. But yeah, uh, like with with like Psych and Monk and things like that, where it's like the. 
it feels very episodic, even though it's um, there's there is a through line. And burn notice is what I was talking. A burn notice, right? And it's um, there's like a very even balance of levity and stakes, where you know for sure everything is going to work out, but the stakes are high enough where you uh, you you feel like there's adventure or tension while you're watching it. Um, and I think Boba Fett did it really well. Like it's uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a good show. I like it. All right. I mean, I'll, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, at some point, maybe because they, you know, they drop episodes like just once a week. Maybe I'm just waiting to get three mm. or four in before I, I really probably commit. smart to wait that way too. Some, some of these are slow starters. Yeah. That first episode was pretty slow. Pretty slow. Yeah. You know, I was speaking of USA shows, uh, just a smaller side. You guys aware about this, uh, that USA had this, uh, Chucky TV show. I just seen a yeah. poster, but I haven't seen it though. You know, I I fucking love that show. Oh that show shit! Is, it is amazing. Really? It's so yes. corny, but it's so good. Oh, I'm in. Where, where is it on? Uh, where can you watch it's on, it? It's on USA, but like uh, you can watch. Like I'm, I, I started watching it just on demand through my sling. It's on, it's on Peacock all the as well. Okay. Oh, is it on Peacock too? Yeah, it's on Peacock as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, Graham, the show. It, yeah, it's. Right, it's great. It I'm gonna check and, it out. And, and they they curse. These little kids are cursing. Chucky's yeah, cursing. all right, all right. F, F bombs are thrown around. I'm like, holy shit! Like there, it's like a, it's like something you can see on HBO in terms of you know what they're able to get away with and everything. It's and it's it's just a fun show, you know. Uh, I mean, Chucky's great. I mean, the actual doll and every, everybody like the the creator of Child's Play is the showrunner for this. Tight. I, you know, everybody I, I, is back. I really the, love the, the Andy, the little boy from the movies. The first he shows movie? up. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I really loved the the last movie, the the redo of it. It was so good and ridiculous. It was so dumb. But uh, hey, I had was that just, the, with that with the robot, like yeah, the AI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I never saw. I never saw that one. It's so, that was the one where uh, what's his name from Star Wars, uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he, he was, did the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's so good. It was. I mean, it's just so stupid. I mean, the the original movie is so stupid. Oh yeah. Um, the fact that anybody was getting killed by this little doll was just like what? <laughs> I love the first three movies of Chucky. They're, dude. they're great. They're, they're so, so good. Uh, yeah. and, and great yeah. wholesome family entertainment. <laughs> yeah, you should watch it with the watch it with your grandkids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the new one was just so stupid and fun. I really enjoyed it, and I have like a just a massive crush on Aubrey Plaza too. So that helps. But like, what's her name? Uh, Kyle from the second movie is in it as well. Oh, is yeah. that right? Oh, yeah. To, and and um, what was her name? Tiffany. Tiffany. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you're talking about, oh, shit. The bride. Of Chuck, yeah. Bride, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Tilly. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Right. No, she still looks good, man. I don't, she, know, I don't know how old she is, but man, she, she get still looks good. Some of the kids acting in the first, I think it's the, how many seasons they got? Just one, right? Just one, just one. Okay, yeah. So in the first couple of episodes, you'll see some of these kids acting. It's so bad. It's a little rough. It's so, so terrible. But just look past that okay. and, and enjoy like the Chucky scenes. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Yeah. The okay. show is good, man. Okay, yeah. I absolutely yeah. love it. That sounds like yeah, something I'm going to watch today. Like that's, uh, yeah. It, I'm going to eat some mushrooms I was, I was, and watch Chucky. <laughs> okay, well, if you're doing that, you'll definitely love this yeah. show. I, I was, it was, it was a, a, a huge and a pleasant surprise uh, that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Wow. I just had to give it a shout out. Because, yeah, and it, yeah, and I think it got a, 
it's been given a second season. It's been greenlit for season two. So Tight. Uh, they obviously did pretty well for uh, for USA. But yeah, definitely highly recommended. Whether you are a fan of Chucky or not, I think you can find entertainment out of this thing. It, and, and you are right, Jesse. Like the acting with the kids. And unfortunately, it's the lead who's acting as some of the worst. Uh-oh. Like yes. he has yes. he has like two facial expressions. That's it. Two. Yep. It's but, this and this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He did like a, a squint and a, like a stank face for anybody, yeah. uh, anybody that's, listening. That, yeah. And that that's is, how he looks when he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> that's his range. That's his range. <laughs> Poor bastard. That's just how he looks. How dare you guys shitting on this little kid trying to achieve his dreams. You guys are like the Apollo Theater right now. This kid's We're just, giving he's just trying to make something of himself. And you know, it's like, boo. Yeah. Constructive criticism. That's yeah. all it is. The TPW podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They give some of the worst reviews ever. Yeah, yeah, they're rough. I mean, so I, brutal. In general, I'm not a fan of like most kid actors. So it's like whenever we, if there's a show that has a kid, I'm always like, oh no. Um, so that, that, that's fair. I think it'll be better next season. Okay, I, I did. I yeah. tried to watch uh, the new Ghostbusters yesterday, and I fell asleep. Well, yeah, I, I don't I know if I was. I don't know if I was tired or if it was boring. I couldn't. Maybe a little bit I of both. I haven't seen that's see that's how I felt about the first episode of Boba Fett. It okay. wasn't that like I wasn't into it. I was just so wrecked after. I think that was like the negative two degrees or yeah. one degree or whatever day, and we were out, I was outside all day, and I was just fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, oh, Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, yeah. So I'll, I'll have to give uh, Ghostbusters another try. We can talk about it then. But yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen it either. So yeah. much shit has happened since that last Bombcast episode. So like everything's come out. Oh. It's weird. I I I um the, the I also, year, brand new year, the year changed and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. year changed too. Good. Betty White died. Yeah. Man, sad. Sydney Sydney Portier. Sydney Portier died yesterday. Dude, John Madden. John really? Madden. John, yeah. I didn't even hear John about Madden that. died. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you guys are football fans, but no, I mean, I know who he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I love about John Madden, I'd always you know, because his commentary was always so terrible. Yeah. And he would just, like, say something that was happening. He'd, you know, like, uh, he just, that guy just brought the ball into the end zone. That means they scored a touchdown. <laughs> like, <Yeah. well. laughs> no shit. There was, there was a, a game, I don't know, it was like, I, I still remember this. It must have been, like, junior high or high school or something like that. On a Super Bowl or something. And, and uh, a player's contact fell out, and he's, like, looking for it. And just... John Madden goes. Now this is a player who, when he has his contacts in, he can see better. <laughs> that, that's right, John Madden. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It's always calling out the obvious. Good job. Got to keep the job interesting. Yeah, yeah. You got to let people know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot this year. I, um, yeah. yeah. I, I'm all caught up on the new season of Dexter. Finale is oh, tomorrow. How you got, d- Brian, have you seen? Do you like Dexter? Uh, I got into Dexter uh, a little bit. I never finished it. I think I got up to. So good. Yeah. Apparently, I stopped right before the best season with uh, John Lithgow because I never saw that one. That's a fact. But then yeah. I heard that after that season, it kind of goes off a cliff. So I never, you know. So I must have seen the first three seasons, and that was about it. But I liked it. Yeah. So I've heard that too, and I. I loved all the seasons of Dexter. I don't know, you know, what the argument was against it. And the reason they made a new season of Dexter, I guess, is because everybody hated the ending. Yeah. So the, I didn't see a problem with it, dude. I thought it was fucking great. The, uh, how, did, how, how, how did it help the original end? So like what happens? Obviously, the whole show, he's like almost getting found out for being a serial killer. 
Um, and then what was, was the last season? Season seven? I think season six is the one with uh, uh, and Tom Hanks. Got your fingers kid. moving? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so basically the last season. Season eight. 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 Okay. So I don't remember what seven was, but then eight <clears throat> basically Dexter pins everything on um, like another cop, which had happened before. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, and then there's Oops. like, it, it, it just, it's kind of gets clunky at the end where like his sister finds out he's a serial killer and she's really wrestling with it. Uh, she ends up killing her captain who finds out Dexter is really the serial killer. Then there's like a huge storm, like a tornado and she gets shot and then she's in the hospital and then Dexter takes her out of the hospital and then takes her on a boat and drives out into the ocean and fakes his death. She dies and he fakes his death. Um, it, it was just, and, and that's, that's, that was that's the how end? it ended. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. was the end. Yeah. He got away, but he moved to like some snowy ass right place out in the middle of nowhere that nobody will find him. Changed his name, whatever. It doesn't say that he changed his name in this one, but in the start of season nine, the new blood, you find all this out. And um, I thought it was great. I mean, what did they want? Did they want to see Dexter get caught or killed or with, with, with finales? It's always tough. Like there's no good way to end a show. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's hard, it, it's it's hard, really hard yeah. especially when it's such like a, you know, a beloved show, whether it's yeah. lost or friends or Seinfeld I fucking love or lost too. Me too. A lost, lost state <laughs> solid the whole time. Yeah, um, and that ending was phenomenal. I don't care what anybody fucking says. I, agree. I loved it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you got to get yeah, rock with your with your opinions on what you like, man. Because I know as a big Seinfeld fan, like a lot of people hated how Seinfeld ended with them going to jail. I thought that was fucking great because I'm was. like, yeah, these motherfuckers are not good people. They should be fucking yeah. locked. <laughs> and I, I think I think that <laughs> for the one, sake of society. I think that one with distance. I think if you for anybody who didn't like it then, I think if you watch it now, you'll think you'll know it's great. Um, yeah. But like at the time, it's, it was the biggest show in the world. Like, how do you end it? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like with that Dexter, one's probably the most difficult Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. It's probably yeah. around for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Dexter, it's not like it was like. The word it's not it's not wasn't Game of Thrones level like drop off yeah. or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, then I've new- never even seen that show. Okay, well, Game of Thrones like the first five seasons are flawless, which is so fucking good. And then six, it's kind of leans down a little bit, and then kind of, and then but like by seven, and then eight, right? Is eight? I think wasn't it just seven? Maybe it was just seven. Like oh, the gag. Six champ, yeah, yeah. Six starts falling, and then seven is like so bad. Like they throw away everything that they've worked yeah. <laughs> seven years to build. They just chuck it. Um, so th- that was bad. But Dexter doesn't yes. do that. See, the six was just like a warning. It was like, all right, so y'all, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah, get, get, yeah. Uh, get used to to more of this this shittiness. Yeah, because it ain't going away. Yeah, but this Dexter, this reboot of Dexter, this new season of Dexter, it's good. It, it feels like Dexter. It's good. It's compelling. It's fun. Um, I, I it's like got it. the original director too from the first. Uh, was it the first four seasons? Okay. So that's that that's helps. why everybody loves it because he kind of brought back that old feel oh. of Dexter to it. So um, I agree, man. Yeah, because he because he left fun. the show. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Like the, that that's when the quality or that's what people say of the first run of Dexter that it took a dip when he left and they brought in yeah. his new showrunner. And everybody was just like, oh, what the hell's going on? So it's good to hear that he's uh, he's back in, in charge of the show. That's yeah. cool. It's, yeah, on, it's only, on Showtime, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I just yeah. I got a free uh, two-month thing off of Hulu. So Just to get it? Yeah. 
oh, I do man. that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh well, this show's out. I don't. I don't want anything else that your your channel offers. Yeah. But I do want to watch uh, Dexter. So yeah. The the only complaint I have about it is I really miss that old intro to Dexter. I know. And they don't have that. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed about yeah. that. But uh, yeah, I agree. It's good though, and the the it is good. Season finale is tomorrow. Yeah, that's funny. I, I is that the last up. episode? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna miss that shit. <laughs> me All too. Right. Me too. On my I birthday. Saw, yeah. That's a good way to end it. Yeah. I signed up for the Paramount Network on uh, Thanksgiving just so I could watch football. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And then, and then canceled it like two days later. Even though it was, I think it was only like four ninety nine. I think Paramount has a lot to offer though. As compared to uh, Showtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Showtime has nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't spend a lot of time on Peacock, and I have that too. I've got it mostly just so I can access wrestling and shit. Oh. Uh, but also to, to know that Chucky's on there. That's that's a big help. They have that new Saved by the Bell too, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, that looks terrible. Wow. I had it's no. So I didn't bad. even know. Yeah, that looks bad. It, it is. It, and the <laughs> intro song is god awful. Mm. <laughs> they didn't even I like, why would you not reuse the yeah. old intro song? Yeah. Like full house did it. Why can't you <laughs> fucking do it? <laughs> this It's so funny. Like this is going to be a great segue. It's so funny how so much of Hollywood just is just looking to bring back a, a former good thing that they did. And like, it's almost never worthwhile. It, I mean, oh, it's just Graham. Don't don't you dare start talking about <laughs> no, the Matrix. I, I knew, like I knew. I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't you dare start talking so, so, about so the Matrix. So then I got nothing of, to say. Then <laughs> so none of, none of us have talked to each other. Like I, Graham and I, we haven't discussed our feelings about the movie. Although me knowing you, I had a very strong idea. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, so I think you know I would love to hear as because I may I know Jesse, you're a huge Matrix fan, yeah. right? So. So starting off, I text Brian when he asked me to be on this show and he's like, I was like, cool, what are we going to talk about? And he's like, we're going to talk a little bit of Hawkeye and the Matrix. And I was like, first of all, first of all, how how does Graham feel about the Matrix? (laughs) Are we about to be enemies? (laughs) I was like, how how does Graham feel about the Matrix? And he's he's like, you're going to have to find out. And I was like, B, don't do this to me. Don't you do this to me. And, uh, I was like, he's about to shit on it, isn't he? <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> I've heard the bombcast too much to know how Graham feels about this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A winner is you, Jesse. A yeah. winner is you. Yeah, <laughs> and Circle gets the square. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so, well, okay, so we all know how we feel about The Matrix. Let's go ahead and hear why you hate it. Okay, well, wait, 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 well, well, no, no, okay, I, I want to hear, I want to hear how... Let's go back and, and see how let's have like a, a barometer. So okay. for okay. me, like Matrix one, I saw it like three or four times in the theater when it came out. I was in high school. Um, okay. It's amazing. I've seen it a billion times since it still holds up. Like, yes, they ripped off a ghost in the shell. Yes, they ripped off a blade. Fine. It's still great. It really is. It, it's so fucking good. Um, two and three, like there's. A bunch of stuff in there that I really like, but just overall, I just think like it's just it's very bloated. Um, it is very clearly like the Wachowskis were at the height of their powers, and you know it, it was just, it's just very bloated. I, I think you could 
probably cut out probably 30, 40 minutes for each of them and make a very like more compelling, solid film for, from, from, from both. Um, but overall, like the overall story is cool. It's like, yeah, he's the one he's trying to restore humanity and, and, and stop this war and great. All those elements are great. Um, Okay, so how, how about you guys? One through three, where do you guys stand? Uh, ahead, Jesse, I'll, no, I'll let, no, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Well, essentially, yeah. I mean, obviously, everything Bram said about that first Matrix, I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, I remember, I still remember vividly going in to, to, the, to the theater to see it when it came out with a buddy of mine thinking, because uh, there was nothing else out, and we're like... And plus, everybody forgets, like, this movie came not too long after Johnny Mnemonic, which right. also starred Keanu Reeves, like another cyberpunk type of futuristic This is 1999. Like, yeah. yeah. And Johnny Mnemonic was fucking terrible. And I see the Matrix, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's doing it again. Yeah. But we were like, oh, fuck it. There's nothing else planned. So we went and saw this movie. Absolutely blew me away. I was like, holy shit. It's rare when you go into a movie theater and you leave, you know, with the feeling of I've never seen anything like that before. Right, right. Love that first Matrix. Um, with the sequels, my enjoyment of them, and I and I, I tend, I think, I, I think this is true. I I have a, a a stronger opinion of the franchise as a whole. I think compared to most people, but my enjoyment of the franchise, it basically it's in order. Like I love that first one. I enjoyed two, but not as much as one, and I enjoyed three, but not as much as two. Sure, but I did enjoy them all. That's you fair. Know? Yeah, I, I feel um, the same. Yeah, and I was really into the Matrix. Obviously, I mean, even that uh, the the animated uh, the Animatrix, the Animatrix. Like I, I own that. Um, I, yeah, it was a very uh, interesting world that they created. And like you said, I mean, the whole the machines versus the humans obviously is not a new uh, trope, but it was an it was they put an inventive spin on it. You yeah. know, using the humans as batteries, and you know, I mean, for me, when you see the world for the first time, you're like, holy shit, you know. Yeah. It's, it was a bleak movie, but at the same time, with the one like you, by the end of it, you kind of felt that there was some some hope, you know, after him and Trinity died, and yeah, so I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, so pass it off to you, my friend Jesse, the birthday boy. Hey. So I watched the first Matrix, nineteen ninety nine, movie theaters. Um, loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. Didn't think anything was going to come of it after that. Um, I didn't know, you know, like, yeah, I guess they could make a part two and three or whatever. But if they would have ended it right there, it probably would have been OK. Part two comes out. I loved it. Like, I didn't think that, you know, I loved seeing the one in his element, you know, and seeing what he's become. I thought a lot of the fight scenes in that movie were terrible CGI. Yeah. But to me, The Matrix <laughs> was more than what they showed in the movies. I guess it was it was well, I'm physicality wise, I guess. Um, it was all about the storytelling, man, and everything in the story and the whole concept of the matrix of what it is and, you know, how the machines have taken over. And, you know, it just seems very relevant even today, you know, with all the technology advances that we have. I just read about a BMW that's changing the color of oh, yeah, the electronic paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like its own color. You can change the color of the out the exterior of the vehicle. Oh, that's wow. wild to me. Yeah. So it, it's just advancing so fast. Um, and then part three came out and I loved it better than all of them. Wow. Oh, loved, wow. Okay. I loved part three. And the reason why, and this is going to bring me into the new matrix, but I'm not going to fully get into the new matrix until you guys get to talk about it first. <laughs> um, 
is because, dude, to me, the whole Trinity and Neo, this this whole thing from beginning to end was the biggest love story yeah. that's ever been told in my eyes. It was phenomenal, dude. And they really showcase that in the new matrix. Um, but I'll, I'll pass it off. Like, uh, let, let's, let's talk about the new matrix a little bit, Graham. Okay. Okay. So at the end of matrix three, Trinity dies. Uh, she gets impaled, uh, when their ship crashes on the way to the machine, the, the headquarters. Source? What do they call it? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Something. Yeah. It's the source. The yeah. source. Yeah. Source. So on the way there, they crash. She dies. That's important. Just like, like what you're talking about, Jesse, like uh, in any storytelling, p- part of the thing that makes something impactful is the loss of that thing. So th- that's how they achieve it here. She dies. She has to die because now Neil has to go forward and sacrifice himself, uh, which he does. He goes and in, in, the, in your mind, uh, in the movie, <clears throat> he dies, too. And that was like he sacrificed himself. She sacrifices himself so he can move forward. He sacrifices himself so humanity can move forward. So that that's the story they told. And great. So that just the fact that this movie exists takes that away. Like those hard-earned story points that they worked three movies to do, um, they, they remove that. They're like, well, they psych, they're not dead. So that, that was my first issue with it. It's like, um, I, I think I've, I, I, th- I made this comparison with Toy Story 4. Um, and I'll make it again because <clears throat> Toy Story 4 was the same thing. Like three wraps it up and then four, they're like, oh, there's more. But there's an episode of The Office, like one of the last episodes when they're all after the documentary comes out and they're all doing like a Q&A and uh, people are asking them whatever, how your life been since the Office documentary came out. And then they get to Aaron, the receptionist. Oh, yeah. And uh, a woman gets up and she goes, <laughs> would you want to meet your birth mom? And she's like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, Aaron, I'm your birth mom. And it's tears. It's wonderful. It's such a nice moment. And then Ed Begley Jr. gets up right after and he's like, same question, but about your dad. And then it's like, oh, also cool or sad, I guess. Like to, to, c- to create an emotional moment and then immediately undercut it with like the same thing yeah. is uh, it, it's an issue. Um, so so for, for me, this first or the fourth Matrix film that was the first problem. I was like, well, why does this exist? It, they wrapped it up as however I felt about uh, the how they put it together and like how maybe I thought it could be improved. Two and three, like you were saying, Jesse, like it it did tell a big story and it and they completed it. Okay. So then they they take that away. They're like, they're both still alive. And I'm like, why? Why would the machines keep them alive anyway? It it just They explained it. They do explain they explained it. it. So they, they keep saying it. this idea that like, well, when they're next to each other, they create energy and it helps us. Why? Because <laughs> of love. God damn it. But they're like, <laughs> Power of love, Graham. There's no like, way such a sucker for like a good love story. And this is the perfect <laughs> fucking love story. dude. There's nobody else in love in this whole fucking place. They need. These they don't two matter. Guys. OK, they're, they are not the one and the two. <laughs> Yeah, they're the duo. The duo. They are the duo. So Fuck they, everybody else in the Matrix, Graham. They get, well, yeah, apparently that's how it works. So they give this like cockamamie idea, like just because they're next to each other, it creates energy. Why? Fuck you. That's why. So I go, okay. So you're like, okay, fine. 
And not only that, but it's like, oh, wait, they're alive? How are they alive? I'll be rebuilding. Because fuck you, that's why. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. (laughs) I'll agree with that. But, you know, it it is cool how they, they figured out a way to keep them alive and the whole energy thing. So... I will say this before we we continue with talking about The Matrix 4. It was definitely not as good as either any of those other films. Totally. It wasn't it was not as good as those. Totally. But it was a good if they wanted to to continue from here they could. It was a good like explanation of well this is why they're alive. This is this is why they generate this power and it's because of love that brought them together. And that all started from that first movie right. from the Oracle telling Trinity that she would be in love with the one. Right. But she never told her why, or, you know, what would come of this or, and now you're finally seeing that in this fourth movie. So there is a little more explanation that we didn't get in the first three films, which was good. Sure. But like, you know, in, in the third one, like we talked about, like she pushes him to go forward. So like th- that mm-hmm. justified the relationship already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, I'm going to come back to that a lot of like they they said what they needed to say in two and three and and one they said with the trilogy they said it so then to to add like a PS it just felt weird and and then so Neo's alive and the the way the movie starts you obviously you don't know where you're at it's just kind of like oh it's jarring yeah. and then he's works for a video game company for some reason. And, making the Matrix, and he made a yeah. Matrix video game for some yeah. reason, and I was like, "Why? Like, why? Why tie it in a bow like that? What's the, yeah? It, like, what would be like? You were saying about how um, it was too uh, convenient that Yelena got hired by the mom, and she wanted right. to kill Hawkeye. That's why I felt here too. Like, so we watched a movie about the Matrix." And now the Matrix exists in the Matrix as a video game that the the guy who destroyed the Matrix made. And it's just like, why this? Like, if you're going to put him back in the Matrix, why give him power? Why give him influence? Why it, why do any of that? And why make this a video game? I, I, it really it, – it kind of baffled me. I didn't understand the choice. So – let, let, let's let Brian talk real quick. <laughs> I, so I agree with you on that. No, no, that you part. guys, you guys keep going. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised. So, Graham, it doesn't seem like you hated the movie, or, unless, or maybe you did. I don't oh know. no, no, I hated it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't like that. I, I agree with you. That whole part of him being a video game creator and stuff. That that part of the movie was pointless to me. Yeah. I, I thought that that was terrible. A terrible spin on anything and. It just made the the film seem ridiculous because when I first started watching it, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as soon because that's the beginning of the movie, and you're seeing all this, and you're just like, "Oh my, this is they fucked this up bad. They fucked it up bad." And that was my first uh, take on it. And then I watched through, and the the storytelling that came out of it later that's made you're... most of it seems logical. I see. But not him making the video game. <laughs> that, whole, that whole part was fucking stupid. Yeah, like, but I loved everything they did after that. When it when it talked about how you know um, the machines af- after they went, you know they they created this peace with Neo in the third one. Uh, the machines now need 
energy of some sort because now they're freeing too many minds. That was a part of the peace and the treaty or whatever was going on. And so in order to do that, we're going to take the two most powerful beams on Earth, I guess, because it wasn't just in the Matrix. Yeah. I mean, you've seen that in the third one. Neo stopped a bunch of uh, Sentinels um, in the real world. Right. So. Um, they took the most powerful beams they could, rebuilt them, and set them next to each other. So now they don't need all these other mines to get the energy because they have the biggest energy source in Neo and Trinity after they found that putting them next to each other created this intense energy. Okay, so, hold on. Hold on. Uh, may I pause you right there? Go for it. Now, now I saw, the, I, I, I saw this movie twice, or I tried to see it twice. Now, what you just described, was that actually – Mentioned in the movie because I know that <laughs> about the scene where they talk about yes. what MPH is talking about how you know their their power it, you know it, like they needed that because Graham had touched on that, but what you just described in the detail that you did actually sounds like a lot like a, I, I could buy that I don't think that the movie went into the level of detail you did on that point so that's why I was asking if maybe you're just inferring this information just based off of the little gleams of of uh, of exposition so, that MPH dropped about how. They brought stability to this new matrix. So Harris actually does uh, ex- explain this. It's and that's what sucks about this movie, I guess, <laughs> is that he does it so fucking fast that you can miss it. I've actually seen this film five times. It's ridiculous. Wow. Oh wow! I oh, had to watch shit. it five times, and as soon as you told me <clears throat> that I was coming on this show to talk about the matrix, I was like, I better fucking watch it again. <laughs> like. Because I know Graham's going to be like, this movie sucks. <laughs> and this, and this, and, and because of this. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I need, I need to fucking have some ground to stand on here. <laughs> so I went and watched it again. He does say it. Um, it's so quick, and it's... You, you'd have to go watch it, but the whole time when he pauses reality, when um, Trinity is about to get shot, I do shot, believe. Shot, yeah, in the, in the garage. Think, yeah. Yes, so right when she's about to get shot, he pauses reality and he's walking around Neo and he's explaining everything um, about, you know, that there's this energy, you know, when we put you guys together, you created this energy that now we don't need all, all of the humans to survive. We need you guys back, back in your pods. And that was the whole fucking main thing of the movie was that they needed them both back in their pods because the machines will not survive. Well, yeah, because- I- I knew so, that whatever his reason that, that they needed them plugged back in. That, but that's why were, it's because okay. they create that energy for the machines to survive. It's it's the perfect and, amount of energy and, for and them they, to keep going. Yeah, and they did this thing where he says like we couldn't have you guys too far apart because then it didn't work, and we couldn't yeah. have you guys too close because right. then it wouldn't work. So you get, we needed you guys close enough. Um, yeah. so it, it, there's a lot of like very convenient self justification happening in this movie, but like. Um, In the real world, even like there were parts where it's like, well, w- some machines defect, but ha- that, that's not okay. So this movie it breaks a lot of the rules for me established by the the trilogy, where it's like, even inside the Matrix, there were rules, and then at the end, Neo was the only one who could break those rules. Like before, like you know, Morpheus says the thing about some rules can be bent, others can be broken, and then at the end of the film, Neo can break all of them. He can do whatever he wants. So you're like, rad. That's very exciting. And now he can't. He can't do anything. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even remember who he is. And I'm like, well, but if he's the one, shouldn't that negate anything that they're like, how are they programming his mind if he is aware of whatever? 
Well, see, I actually understand that point. I mean, I because that that is, yeah, he's he's Neo, and he kind of comes to realize who his true self is. But he's still been fucked with to the point where that's why he keeps trying to fly. Like he knows he can do these things, but it was for me, and they, I mean, for me, it just felt like it was a matter of time before he was eventually going to get his revert back to his true self. But he never did but because he never did. Yeah, but but that's kind of what I think they were going for. Where it's yeah. like, yes, he, did at he the knows end of the movie though. Was that right? Yeah, at the end. At the end. At the end, he did. They're flying he, he, and stuff. No, she's well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, no, they're no, both, they're both yeah, at, at the end. At the, like, the post credits, yes, yes, or, yes, or whatever yeah. that was. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, when they go, when they go visit Doogie. But yeah. it's like right, right. So in the real world, there are machines that have defected, and somehow it's okay. Like somehow the mach- the machine machines, the bad machines are like whatever. It's fine. And then like, <laughs> like they're not connected. Like they're all part of like a hive brain, but these machines like somehow aren't. It yeah. doesn't make well, any so sense. Here, here's a, here's a thing too. But that was actually the one thing about the film. Like that was like the one idea or element that they dropped into this, into resurrection. I'm like, okay, I like this. Really? Even the it, fucking manta ray. And <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about it. We'll get, we'll get to that. And, and it seemed like they were no. trying to sell toys with this movie, like, which they haven't done in any of the other matrix movies. Right. They have like little robots and then the, the fucking nano machine robots that just appear like apparate. I don't know. I'm like, why yeah, is this ex- a thing now? Well, no, they, we, we, they explain that though. Yeah. yeah they well. say that, that, it. So you keep using this word explain, but I don't think, <laughs> No, okay, the, the, well, they, do, well, they do do a poor, poor job of explanation, and I yeah. have said that. So they do say it in the movie, but dude, some things are just meant to not be overanalyzed. See, this is the like, kind of bullshit I get with B all the time, where it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm the king, I'm the king of this. But no, let me get back. Let me get back to my one sure, sure. Uh, positive that I had about this because I don't have many. But the one thing that I did like, where I thought, okay, because as I'm watching this, I'm thinking to myself, uh, a lot of what, what Graham was saying earlier was like, why? Why? Why is this happening? Why is this in existence? Why is this movie? Why has this movie been made? Because I'm just waiting for something, something new, something novel. Like, tell me why this movie has like why? Yeah. And when they get out of the out of the major into the real world, and because Neil, he's whole thinking he meets up with uh, Jada Pinkett's character. Right. And we'll get to her her awful makeup in, in, a, in a little I'm bit. an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> But but the one thing that I liked were because he because you know Neo's like well okay so they rebuilt me they put me back in I'm out like so and he basically I'm, I'm you know paraphrasing like so all that we did was for nothing and then he realizes that no you know or she tells him it's like no actually you know or maybe it was Janet uh, Henwick's character Bugs who tells him this but he then finds out about this truce because I mean not the truce but the fact that yeah there are machines now that don't want this war either and they are working with the humans and it was like this kind of came about came about because of you and because of the efforts that you did in those first three movies and i was like okay this is interesting i'd like to see more of this explored and at the point that they introduced this in the film i'm still sitting here like okay i'm still waiting for this fucking story to kick into gear because i still don't know what i'm supposed to care about is it am i supposed to care about this maintaining this uh relationship now between the humans and the machines am i supposed to care about neo getting his groove back right. and it took so long to take any and eventually by the third act it's like oh no this and that you know jesse's already you know explained this and maybe i'm just a, a, a dum-dum but i realized like oh no this is the whole point of this is that it's just to connect trinity and neo it's right. a fucking love story right yeah and i love a good love story love action is one of my favorite fucking films i cry with this shit all the time 
But at the end of it, I'm just like, well, this didn't need to be. Hold on. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I want to challenge you, you. You say you love a good love story, but you don't like The Princess Bride. That's not a love story. That's just a stupid movie. How man. dare you? How are we that's even not friends, B? <laughs> that's not a love story. That's like, that's that's ridiculous. Almost 20 years, you're just going to throw it away? <laughs> no. How, how dare you, man? How dare you? No, no. I, it's a love story. I know. I just don't like it. But... Uh, <laughs> So there, there was a lot of things that they that they explored in the movie that I do believe. I, th- I think she has plans of making another one. Mm. Whatever, um, whatever plans she had, them plans she can jettison them because they ain't making <laughs> no more Matrix films. I, after I think this they movie. are, dude. They they got they they made their budget. They they made over what they they spent. Um, are you, are you sure? She, yeah, I think so, man. All right, let's Google Master Dude's googling. I I like. Uh, HBO paid them a lot of money for that for that movie to air on HBO as well. Yeah, HBO I, I, I like seeing Keanu Reeves, and uh, I just her name just totally blanked for me. Uh, oh shit, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's uh, her name? Um, damn it, Ka- Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Moss. Yes. I, I like them together. I think they who's in who. By the way, is in the Marvel Netflix shows. Is she? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's in um, Captain America. She's in no, no, no. She's in uh, Jessica Jones, and oh, she yeah, shows yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And she and, and she shows right. up in uh, one of the seasons of Daredevil. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and she's great. Um, yeah, she's a lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so I, I I like them together, and and I liked seeing them, and obviously like it did bring back some nostalgia and stuff. Um, and I think if you're gonna it's just like you're making a love story about the same thing you made a love story about last time. And the justification for it is just, it's just odd to me. Like I, I didn't like, why is she the one now? Like, why does she have superpowers and she can fly? Like, why? What's the purpose of that? So there's another thing too, that I read this intense article from somebody that is also an insane matrix fan. (laughs) And the way that he explained it was so phenomenal. I'll have to, I'll have to text you guys the article to, okay. to read it. But um, I just think that a lot of things in this movie were too rushed through for for everybody to enjoy it. You know, for me, I, I'm so big on the other three films that I, w- I knew that this movie wasn't going to be I- anything compared to them. Like, I just knew it wasn't going to. Um, for one, there was only one of the directors involved in this, which was what Lana. Lana, uh, yeah. Yeah, so she was the only one involved in this film. And she only wrote this film in, in a grieving process of losing her mother, I do believe. So she wasn't yeah, ever gonna write that. this she wasn't ever gonna write this movie, but she needed this to like grieve or whatever the fucking case was. But um I enjoyed the film strictly because they continued that love story between Neo and Trinity, and I feel like they they did a good example of of showing what it was going to look like after that whole piece and, and the whole new world and minds being freed and everybody dead. I feel like the whole nanobots and then shit that went on there was a, a way to get around not having the original Morpheus in the film. Yeah, they have this they have this low rent bootleg Morpheus. Let's let's talk about the Morpheus and the, the Agent Smith. Yeah, because these were creative it. choices where. I'm like, look, if you couldn't get these actors to come back for these roles, why not just create brand new characters? Okay, so yeah, why did yes. you have to create a Morpheus and have an Agent Smith? Why can't they just be 
you know, just so new characters to this here, universe. Because all, all you're doing thing. is just making, calling attention to the fact yes. that you couldn't get these people and, and for whatever reasons. No purpose in the movie. No like, purpose. No real yeah. purpose. Yeah. It could have been anybody. Well, Morpheus, Morpheus's purpose was to wake up Neo and to show him the memories of what he ha- he did have. Which, which that was could, his only purpose. Yeah, yeah, right. Which, yeah, yeah. could have used anyone for since. <clears throat> yeah, you didn't need it. He, he doesn't remember him anyway. So it's like, yeah. yes. same thing with Agent Smith. It's like, well, why? What's? And this is something the movie does the whole time. Like the whole, I've never seen a movie <laughs> where, in a new movie, they, the, for the entirety of the movie. They show you what they did in a better version of this movie before. Like, hey, remember in Matrix 1 when yeah. we did this? And remember in <laughs> Matrix 2 when we did this? Wasn't that really cool? Like, they keep giving you flashbacks. Yeah, they relied on that a lot. They relied on that It wasn't like one yeah. or two times. And it wasn't just for nostalgia. It was, it was literally like we can't explain un- well enough in writing what we're doing. So watch when we did it good before. Yeah. And uh, – I can like, get with that. Yeah, like when they and- bring back the, the French guy who was Monica Bellucci's husband – the yeah. Merovingian, yeah, Merovingian. which took me, which took me a while. I'm like, who the fuck is this crazy man? I'm like, and that when that scene happened, I'm like, wait, did did the real change? It felt like right. the, like the the tone of the movie kind of just flipped for me. I, yeah. I, I'm like, what's happening here? Is this like a Power Rangers fucking? So there's a, a lot of choices like that where it's just like, what's uh. That was an odd scene. What's that happening whole right now? Fight like, scene. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that was odd. I, I will say this: the fighting in this movie, I was really disappointed with. Like, whatever my feelings about the story, like. I was kind of expecting, well, at least the fighting will be nuts and, and really Thanks. exciting. And so the fighting in this movie was the absolute worst was, out of all it, the films. It was yeah, really yeah. bad. It, was it, it, it didn't make it sense how bad it was. Um, and even like Keanu Reeves, who, he's not, he doesn't do his own stunts, but he does his own action. Like he does fighting. He drives. Mm-hmm. He does all that shit. And he looks really good when he does it. He puts in the work. He's out there doing jujitsu and judo and he's taking Kali lessons and he's driving. He's re- – he, if anybody can look good doing this stuff, he's a person who can. Yeah. But he didn't in this. He though, did not look good. For no. me. The way they shot yeah. him, the way they directed yeah. these fight scenes, it looks bad. It made him look like he looked his actual age. He looked like a, yeah, he, he looked like a fifty-five-year-old man like, yeah. who just woke up and oh shit, I gotta fight. But it was one of those things where I'm like, maybe that wasn't intentional on his part no. because obviously we see him in the John Wick films, but, uh, and the, you don't the, get that same sense. Every, I mean, every, but all the fighting's bad. Like everybody looks bad. Yeah, every, everybody in the Matrix movie does look bad yeah. fighting. Which, I agree with that. That 100%. blew my mind. I was like, well, however you feel about the story, like the the this is a this is a martial arts movie. It's a kung fu movie. It's like it, this shit yeah. should look amazing with crazy, yeah. even even just conceptually. Like uh, you mentioned, uh, Jesse, like uh, the Matrix two and three having some of the worst CGI you've seen. Like, and, and everybody rightfully so calls the. 100 Agent Smith, Smith scenes, yeah. right? One Neo and yeah. 100. That fight scene looks terrible, but conceptually, it's very entertaining. So it's yes. like you can kind of get over it. Like, well, I, this looks awful, but how, what a fun idea! So great. Yeah, yeah. But in I this, still actually I, enjoy that scene, even with the with the special. That, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, yeah, it, looks, it. it looks like trash, but it, yeah. it's very fun to watch. And you're like, whatever, it's great. This movie, th- where like uh, tech. From the technology standpoint, they could do anything they want. But what they do is very tame and very boring. It was just lacking in imagination. The fight yeah, scenes in this. Yeah, that's exactly and, no imagination. And, that's exactly and there were it. and there were too many callbacks to the first one. Like oh, when God. Neo's fighting the fake Agent Smith in the subway, 
it's basically like a lot of those spots were just the same things we had seen in the first film, they, only done better. They were just very ham-fisted trying to yeah. bring you back. And like, remember when this was good. But it's like, I want to see more. Show me, go further than, like, don't bring me back there. Show yeah. me something new and exciting. And even like uh, The Matrix 3, right? That's the rain fight scene. The entirely yeah, CGI yeah. rain fight scene with uh, long-ass yeah. raindrops for some reason. Um, yeah. Visually, it's it's silly, but it's very exciting to watch. It's just huge. It's like you but said, it it's, epic, it's creative. Though, but it feels yeah, yeah, like exactly. It's, it's creative. It's, and it it's felt creative. Epic. Yeah, it's creative. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, and like that's exactly you phrased it perfectly. It lacked imagination for, yeah. for these fights uh, until oh, until oh, at the end. See, this is this is a part I liked, but not for this movie. Um, they established earlier on that. Anybody can turn into an Agent Smith, which is like that's a bad thing to establish in your world because okay, couldn't couldn't they do that in the in the first one? Because I remember no, seeing only in the other, Matrix only other like law enforcement. I don't okay. think they were turning into an Agent Smith. I think it was they were they were rogue Matrix Matrix bots. Basically, they weren't an agent by by any means, but they were taken over. You know, as you can see in their eyes every time they turn right. or whatever. Right, right. In this one, but it can they just, it, it could be anybody. It, just become, it could be yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah. And it just, they yeah. just become like co- kamikazes right. of some yeah. sort. Where like yeah. the, the first one, it had to be like a law enforcement officer. It could turn into an agent. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, so there's very clear boundaries and rules, which is important. It's important to have those when you're establishing stakes. If there's no bound, it's like we talk about Superman. It's like the way Zack Snyder portrays Superman as a god. Well, it's like, well, then we don't need any of these other characters anymore. Like if, if right. he's all things and we don't need anybody else. So here's the same idea where it's like in the first ones, they establish some people can turn into agents, not everybody in this one. They explicitly say everybody can turn it. Like they're trying to heighten the stakes, but they, they ruin it by saying it could be anyway. So at a certain point it's like, well, how are they getting away with anything? If every single person in the world can be an agent, how are these people in the matrix moving through the world? In in the first movie, um, it wasn't just certain people that could turn into an agent. It was um, if they had gotten a signal, a signal from Hmm. an awoken body. Right. So any signal that that uh, they picked up from somebody that was already out of their pods, basically, and not supposed to be in the Matrix, Um, which is why you see a scene of a I think it's a homeless man turns in to Agent Smith um, in the uh, the train station. Right. Right. So he's just laying there, and he got the signal because they answered that phone. Right. Oh, yes, 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 right. You know what I mean? Oh, so they got okay, the signal, okay. and then they woke up and turned into an agent. But there had to so, be like a relay of information for correct. that to happen. Yeah, right. because it's yeah. all it's all computer programming at the end of the day. So if they get the signal, then they can turn into an agent. But yes, now on this new mo- movie, <laughs> fucking all that is out the window. Yeah. Anybody, anybody at any time. But that's all from uh, Neil Patrick Harris's um, call right. because now he is the new – Architect, architect, yeah, new right. matrix. This is a new matrix. I really so, did and, and, not and, and they weren't him. even turn, and they weren't even turning into Asia. They were basically just turning into zombies. Okay, okay, like, so, so yes, exactly. Yeah. They were turning into, and yeah, that's the were. thing. That's like this is a cool scene, but it's not for this movie. Like, why is it a zombie movie now? Why are there hordes chasing them and they're getting all headshotted? And like the there's a part where uh, if you haven't seen it, you know, um, Trinity and Neo are on a motorcycle. She's driving. He's on the back, and he's using his. Force powers. Yeah, he's, he's using his force powers that he, force push. He, he can't fly, but somehow he still has his force push to deflect all these enemies coming. And then they're driving through essentially like L.A. high rises, 
and everybody's like kamikazing, like you said, head first out and try using themselves as missiles, which is like yeah. conceptually that's fucking awesome. It was the first inventive, creative thing in the movie. It was the coolest uh, action step piece in the entire. So film. So cool, but yeah. it just it didn't belong in this movie because why are they zombies now? Like it. I under- it's a new Matrix, Graham. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's a new Matrix. This is the new rebuilt Matrix. It is not the same. Like I said, like they the, established that. They, they, they do. That, that, you know, honestly, like, you know, Jesse's true. Like, that is such one a cop-out. That is such a cop-out. <laughs> it, 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 it might be, but they really do hammer that home. You know what Patrick Harris does? That they, after the events of the first three films, they basically had to kind of restart from scratch. Then like, don't spend they, the whole movie showing me the old Matrix. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on that, yeah. too. I'm, but, but I am saying that you know the whatever rules that the first matrix had this one definitely is not that same environment right anymore. They, it's like you know they got a new firmware update but even probably bigger than that yeah but so, so there's this thing like um neo and neil patrick harris who i was really not a fan of neil patrick harris in this movie like i i don't know why i can't take him seriously maybe it's just because i just see him in uh Harold and Kumar like that's that that's my Neil Patrick Harris like I don't care about yeah. Doogie Hauser. like I, I you know he's the guy doing coke and crashing cars and having bottomless parties like that's that's my Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris so I couldn't take him seriously but um he establishes a a truce with Neo saying like Neo if you come back and plug yourself in we won't kill Trinity if you don't we will so they have a meeting. NPH is there. And then Neo's walking through and there's just like a line of a crowd of like crowd like of agents. And you're like, agents and yeah. why, what is all this pomp and circumstance for? And like, I don't understand the purpose of it. And then they just kind of allow Trinity to show up <laughs> on her own time, which is also weird. And then you know, the whole thing was she had, because right. the whole thing she had to make the choice herself. Why? Right. That was I don't know. I don't know. But that was the thing that they they, they did. Look, if she chooses to leave with you, then so be it. But if not, then you got to get plugged back in or something like that. So. So. Right. The weird fact about this movie is uh, the, the reason why they didn't have Morpheus and they didn't have the agent Smith is they were actually never contacted for this movie. I heard that about. Uh, the they didn't fuck? even try to contact these Yikes. guys. I heard that about Fishburne. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think it was just case for both of them. Yeah, they did. So I enjoyed the new Agent Smith. I did not enjoy anything that they did with Morpheus, yeah. the new Morpheus or whatever. That yeah. was fucking weird. I, I, to me, like but, the, the guy who played the agent, I, he shouldn't have been a Smith. They should have made him like right. a, just a new character because like he, he, again, yeah. he himself was cool. He was good. He was a good character. Yeah. He was he was like I, a bro a bro agent. Yeah. Uh, he, he was the free smith. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, guys, follow along. Yes, yes, yes. He, he was the free smith, and and conceptually, like that was more compelling to me. Like, oh, he went back in the matrix so he could be just all powerful and free, and that's yeah. his thing now. Like, I just want to be free and just do whatever the fuck I want, and that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I like that. I conceptually, I like that idea, but like he's such a small part of the the movie. Like they give him relatively nothing to do mm-hmm. um yeah so neil patrick harris makes this deal and then the scene of like neil patrick harris is like ah fuck it i'm not gonna honor this deal i'm just you're both here that's it and i'm like yeah of course like of course he's gonna double cross him great yeah 
And then all these agents start fighting. And <laughs> all Neo and Trinity are trying to do is just, like, walk through them so they can touch fingers. Touch, and, I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, come on. You couldn't come up with a better way to get them to touch. Fine. Let's let's accept the, the conceit of the movie. Woman, is, the con- a woman, the con- The conceit of the movie is they have to touch. And it's going to blow everything up. Fine. Fine. Whatever. They did the same. You know, she kisses him in the first movie. Everything blows up. Great. Fine. Whatever. No problem. But, like, the best, the most creative way to do that is them just like wading through people to touch each other's fingers. Like the, these are expert fighters and they're surrounded by a room of the most lethal fighters in the matrix. And then they're just kind of like shoving each other around. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck guys? Come on, come on. So once again, <laughs> it's, a, it's a film that shouldn't have been as overanalyzed as it is, but I, I, okay, wait, I wait, get, wait, 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 wait. The Matrix, I, I would argue that the Matrix is, is so I think it's designed to be to be analyzed. Like you, I, I agree. Yeah. This one it shouldn't have been because we all knew what it was going to fucking be. All right, from the beginning. So the first trailer that released for this, I was like, oh fuck, dude, that looks good. I love you know the theme that they picked for it. Um, it looks good. Second trailer that releases, it shows a lot of that nostalgia shit, and I was like, oh fuck. Now I know what this movie is going to be. Right. It's going to be a recreation of the first one. And and that's when I started getting bummed out. Like, oh, shit, I'm just going to have to watch the film. And I remember telling everybody in my family who are not big Matrix fans, but I was like, listen, I don't want any of you guys fucking watching this movie with me. I just don't. I don't. You're going to fucking ruin it. Yeah. Like, I don't, be a, whole I don't bunch, want, a whole bunch of but, Graham sitting next to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I, like, I, I get fully, out of here, Graham. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my time. I to fully support like setting that boundary to watch something like this that you have an attachment. to. I fully support that. That's smart as hell. And if anybody listening, if you're never in that situation, be like Jesse. Do exactly that. Do it. Get, I, I mean it. That's really good. I had to, man, because yeah. I didn't want anybody else's opinion clouding what I thought yeah. of the film in general. And I and I, I felt exactly like you guys did watching this. The first, what, 40 fucking minutes of this film <laughs> is all is all him, like, trying to break out of this video game reality or whatever yeah. he's doing, building the video games. I hated it. I was like, this is a terrible way. I don't know why they went this direction. The whole reason I wanted to see a new Matrix was – for an explanation on what the fuck happened with this truce and what yeah. happened with Neo and Trinity. Okay, they're back. Okay, now explain. Um, I didn't care about the fighting in, in the movie. I wasn't expecting to see anything too phenomenal in this film as far as fight scenes go. But when it came down to the storytelling, they really dropped the ball yeah. for, for people who aren't already fucking heavy onto the Matrix. You know what I mean? Because I've seen those movies millions, millions of times. Right. Some of my favorite movies. And so I was ready for this movie for explanation. And I just feel like they dropped the ball a lot on that. And they focused too much on that, that Neo that was stuck into the matrix. Right. Too much time of this movie was spent in that and, and getting him and Trinity back together. That whole, you know, connection between him and Trinity is crucial in that film. Loved it. You know, because like I said before, I they're, they're the fucking biggest power couple to me ever in fucking cinema history. This is my favorite couple. Take that, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck those guys. I don't even know they were together. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was that was just how I felt about the connection with them. So I was really excited to see that, but more excited to see 
what the what was going to come of this, what was going to come of the truce, how the Matrix was. Yeah. I expected a new Matrix anyway because they they explained that in the second movie when he was talking to the architect that there right. was tons of Matrixes right. before this. Yeah. Um, you you were not the only one that has been in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, there's been five predecessors before you or whatever he said. And um, yeah, so I expected all of this to happen, but I didn't know that we were going to like resurrect the same Neo. So yeah. <laughs> going in, I thought it was going to be a new Neo, just same skin, basically I, I, same. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think that's a big hindrance of the film. I think like it would have been a better approach, to be honest. Totally, I think this movie could have totally worked with like, yeah, a new one. And, and I liked, you know, uh, when it starts, you're introduced to these new characters and they're in the Matrix. And I was I was excited to be like, oh, great. I, I get to live in this world, but have a new experience. I, I, I was like really into right. that. Um and then even when they, so you press play on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then even when it starts and they're like, they watch the scene of Trinity fight the agents from the first movie. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like they can like, they've somehow managed to hack code and go back. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And, and I think I, I agree. I, th- I don't, I think B use or no, maybe it's just, I don't remember who you said it, but like, I want to see what happens afterwards. And I, I want to see, um, the effect that he had, that Neo had. And I think that would have been a great movie. Uh, the, the, like you guys were talking about, like the new Matrix, yeah. and this is where we're at now. I think that would have been a great movie. I think it, it ultimate for me, it failed because they make it about Neo and Trinity. I already saw that movie. And this is a weaker version of that. Yeah. But like, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think to watch like a new, exp- like a new, like, a new vert, a new one try to come up or even not just like people understand wait what happened before it's like people going back and finding uh you know if 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 the library in alexandria didn't get burned down and somebody found it and was like fuck did you know that the world used to be like this and then yeah. had that kind of eye-opening experience i think that would be f- so cool to watch and 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 they almost did it with this movie and then they just decided not to there, there was no excuse for, I mean, Jesse, you had mentioned earlier about how, you know, they were rushing through a lot of the plot and like explaining why certain things were. And you're right about that. But the 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 indictment is that I could see if this was an hour and 30 minutes, this was a two and a half hour fucking movie. And you talk and, yeah, and you're right. Like the first 40 minutes just meanders because I'm like, OK, well, when is this going to kick in the gear? Because you're right. You're just seeing Keanu tripping out with his pills and he's like, oh, What's real, what's not? It's like, bro, we've been here before. Right. It's like, uh, we did this in the first one. You're wasting a lot of time uh, trying to establish things that a lot that we all already know. And and Lana so, Wachowski has had 10 years to write this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And not only that, they fucking paid out um, the, the amount of money that they paid. San, I think it was San Francisco to film this in during the pandemic right they had all the fucking time in the world right. to get this thing perfect yeah and they did yeah you know what i mean they just yeah. didn't and um but <laughs> i i like i said i enjoy the whole the whole love story between neo and trinity i'm glad for me personally that i got to see that come back yeah and i'm excited to see another one hopefully just to explain more and to and, kind of put this fucking last film to rest yeah. and, and, so and if anything way. it's like I, I think it's like we i think we talked about this on the last episode too like there are things that we'll shit on but we still really like you know what i mean yeah. like I, I find myself doing that with all sorts of things like i like objectively i know this thing is bad but i love it like <laughs> I just, the concept is just yeah. there yeah 
Yeah, the concept like, is there, and that's what I think that I love the most about this film, and that's right. why I was like, I'm going to let – the problem with me is like I'm going to like this fucking film no matter what yeah, yeah. just because <laughs> of how fucking bad uh, – I love this concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the matrix the, and the whole story. Yeah. Like, the, the trilogy had such an impact on you that it's like, I'm, yeah, yeah, of course. Like I'm, I'm already, I'm already fucking all in right, <laughs> for right. anything matrix at this point, yeah. regardless of how shitty it is. I still love the film. Um, there was one thing that you brought up earlier where you were saying that, uh, they kept showing, you know, lots of clips from the old movies. So when they did that little code where they can see how everything was done yeah. and it was new actors, that fucking threw me off. Yeah. I was like, why in the fuck they're showing the the film all throughout this movie? Why wouldn't they just show the old <laughs> film right yeah. here? Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand that. Like yeah. why are we getting new actors in here and I don't know that that whole part threw me off. I was like, okay, so you can put the other clips in this movie, but you can't put that original clip with Trinity. Totally. I totally agree. No, I don't know. Yeah. There's just certain things that threw a lot of people off. There there was just a lot, like I said, a lot of weird creative choices in this movie. And it was, it was clear Um, like there's head scratching ones. There's a very ham fisted subtext of Hollywood in the movie. Like, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's blatantly spelled out at the end, the, the post credit sequence of like the video game execs talking about what fans like and that whole, I don't remember the exact wording, but it, it was essentially like Lana Wachowski being like, yeah, fuck you, Hollywood. But it was yeah. like, this doesn't belong in this movie either. Like you, you made a movie, you're in Hollywood. Like we don't, you don't need to then say like, yeah, but I don't really like it. And it's yeah. pretty weird and lame and corporate. You're like, we know that you're still in that system though. Like, you know? yeah, you're still here. Yeah. You're still, yeah, that was it. strange. I mean, I Jesse, you might've read this, I'm, you know, I'm sure you probably did being a fan, you know, uh, Warner brothers, they were going to do this movie, whether any Wachowski was going to be attached or not. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, so one yeah. way or another. And I think that is the one thing that pushed at least Lana to come back. Cause oh. she was like, well, look, if it's, if you're doing this with or without us, then fuck it. I'll, might, might I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I'll direct, you know, uh, did she also write this? Which I think she was one of the writers too. <laughs> Maybe she came in and she was like, fuck <clears throat> it. If they're going to keep doing my matrix movies, I'll fuck it up so bad <laughs> that they don't ever want to yeah. do another movie again. So, I mean, I yeah. Know. So, I mean, I, I say that not to, you know, absolve the movie of anything, at least for me, but it, but it is, it is a point where it's like, well, you, if you know, they're going to, they're dead set on doing a thing, something you've created. Yeah. It's like, well, shit. I mean, I don't want anybody else touching this. Right. So. So Might as well guys, come back to what, one more time. What do you guys think of the ending where, where they said that they were going to take this matrix and make it in their image? They sort of took the God, God aspect of this and they were like, look, we're going to recreate uh, the matrix in our image now. Um, they left it wide open for another movie. Yeah. They, yeah, they did. What, but my thing is, but what, what is, what would like, be so okay, different? Okay, so, what does well, that look like? Yeah. I, I get that. Okay. This film obviously was just about reuniting Trinity and Neo. You know, whatever. Like, I actually watched it and I'm thinking, this is kind of selfish, y'all. You know, there are more more bigger things at stake than just your love. It's yeah. not like you're fucking with potentially everybody else connected to this damn thing. That, that's but not whatever. true at all, Brian. But that's whatever. Not true at all. You got to give <laughs> Neo Infinity their, their moment. They got to touch and they got to, their love is the only love that the matters. Cisgendered white whatever. male and woman couple. <laughs> but, but at the end, I'm like, okay, so what is now, yeah, what is their, uh, their mission statement yeah. because originally it's like we want to free minds get these people as many people out of the matrix as possible now i'm like okay yeah i got your power now you want to reshape the matrix right. so you want to keep everybody plugged in but i guess make it a better 
a better uh, living experience? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, what, yeah, do you, yeah. what is your point now? And, and better in what way? Like the Yeah, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, I never understood that at the end. I mean, okay, you're free now. You right. know, uh, Matrix 2 or 3 establishes, like, when the Matrix first started, they tried to make it a utopia. They And this is a very cool concept. Like, they tried to make it perfect, the Eden. And humans rejected it. They It wouldn't... Because it was too perfect. It was too yeah. perfect. They needed conflict. And that's what they established. Like, humans need conflict. They need fights they need to overcome a thing and you're like yeah that's true great so that now the matrix is like that which is what the world was prior to the machines so it's like just let people be in the the matrix it's it's as close to what the world was prior to the war anyway and yeah what what would you change like other than knowing that you're in it I think that's what sets up the next movie, right. though, is that how would that how would that look and what what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah, when they said that, I was like, well, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. If, if you're recreating the Matrix and your focus is to build a, a new Matrix, like wasn't the whole purpose was to destroy the Matrix. Right. Let's let's wake everybody up. Fuck the machines. Right. Let's. Let's kill off the Matrix. Like, what does this mean now? Like, is everybody going to be the one <laughs> in the yeah, Matrix? It, it seemed like, what is it going to look it, like? It, it seemed like one of those things, and a lot of movies do this, uh, especially when there's like superpowers involved, where it's they'll just say something that sounds cool. Like, it, it just sounds cool to say that we're going to remake it in our age. Like, you're taking ownership and it sounds cool. But like, yeah. when you think about it, it's like, that doesn't mean anything. It's like even the end of the very first Matrix, uh, which again, fucking love that movie. You know, Neo's on the phone with the Matrix and he's like, I'm coming for you. And he hangs up and he flies away. And you're like, yeah. this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like that's a it's, a it's a nonsensical scene, but it's it's awesome. Uh, like it's great to watch. And you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then Rage Against the Machine comes on, and you're like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's, yeah, and that was great. a better that was a better because I'm, I'm you know, you know, Jesse, you had mentioned earlier about how to, after you saw the first Matrix, you're like, Yeah, I didn't expect sequels. I didn't either. But the way that that ended. Yeah, like Graham said, it was just cool, and it's like, okay, at least you know in your imagination that, hey, the fight continues. Right. But you know what the fight is. You know that, you know, now Neo is free. He's the one. And it's like, I'm coming for you, bitch. I'm coming to free my peoples, you know? So get ready. Yeah. He flies off. He's like, yeah, fucking got to get that trench coat. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, with this one, I mean, it's like, ah, I mean, yeah, I just, I just, I lost sight of what, not only what their goals are, but like what are well, I guess Jada she mentions that they're just fine just living their lives now with uh growing just, strawberries. With yeah. yeah, growing strawberries, yeah. Just Her. maintaining this this peace or this semi truce. Uh-huh. Like it would have been cool had you know, they they being, you know, New York Finney saying, No, fuck all this. Like we want to free all of our people. And right. it does something to disrupt that that truce right. and, and force you're, them you're back now into complacent our, and you're you're essentially helping the machines at this point by not fighting them. Right. Yeah. Cause I, cause the machines, they, they need some semblance of humanity connected for their power, which I'm like, well, when they, when they using this power for, I yeah. guess just to exist. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. Well, and that's the other thing that just even on a base level with the matrix, like, okay, these machines can create anything. Yeah. They can't make batteries. <laughs> they can't make batteries, and they're like, "No, humans are the best batteries. They're the best. Yeah. Really? Uh, are they? They can't. They, they can't go off of solar. I mean, they already fucking right, blocked yeah. out the sun. They blocked out the sun. <laughs> but they have they have the energy to make these pods, and the energy to yeah. harvest the humans inside them, the energy to power the machines, the energy to do. A, 
<laughs> what more do you need energy for? It's like Fast and the Furious. Like these people are jet setting all over the world, flying cars in to like get money or heist. It's like if you just didn't do any of this, you would have all of the money <laughs> that you would have used. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd be living very comfortably if you just didn't do any of this yeah. shit that you're doing. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> would, would you? Okay. So here, here's the question. Okay. If another Matrix was announced, would you be excited to see a new Matrix and and hopefully make up for this one? I wasn't excited to see this Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, I was. Yeah, like, no, I, I yeah. wasn't. I, I came in with my. I came in with very low expectations because Me I mean, too. just 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 going off of the history, not of this franchise, but any franchise right. that that gets four films deep. I'm like. Especially, right. especially after a long, especially break. after a long time. So I yeah. went in with low expectations. Like I said, I didn't hate this movie. It might sound like that I didn't, um, but no. Like if they announce tomorrow that hey, we're going to continue this, I'm like, again, I'd be just like, why? Like I just, well, I would you give it a chance and watch it? Just I to would. see, just yeah, to see yeah. if they I would explain. watch it. Yeah, I would. I if it comes out, I would. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I would. I would go in with the probably. With the same amount of enthusiasm that I went into with Resurrection, which was honestly none. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad. I mean, I'm glad that this was it was on HBO Max because I definitely would not have gone out to a theater to see it. So my first reaction when I found out that they were making a new Matrix was, "Fuck!" Like I, I, I hope, <laughs> I hope this is not bad because I love the first three films yeah. so much. Right. And so there's always that like anxiety if you love something that much that they're going to fucking ruin it. You know what I mean? Um, I felt that way about a bunch of films. Star Wars being, you know what I mean? When they started making the Star Wars films, I love the old Star Wars. So, um, but I actually loved all the new Star Wars. That's probably, I don't know. I, th- I thought they were fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that, that's a, that's a show for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. So I I was not I was not excited that they were making a new Matrix, but I was also there was a part of me that still wanted to see that through. You know, like yeah. oh, well, what would that look like if you know Neo and Trinity were back, and how would they explain that? Yeah. So I also went into this film with incredibly low expectations and I I told everybody to fucking stay away from me and let me watch it because I didn't want anybody else putting anything in my head because when you're watching it with somebody that just does not like the film oh it's miserable it's miserable you're gonna feel the same way you're just you're automatically gonna take their reaction and and turn it to your reaction and so I don't wanna I didn't want any of that so I get that fucking thing with wrestling all the time too like oh man, you like that match? No, I me mean, neither. You know, right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, it was not very good, you know. <laughs> so, but when you watch it alone, you have these different reactions, and so that's that's what I went into this film with. Um, I lo- I loved the film. Like I didn't think that it was not anything like the first three, right. and I wouldn't even put it in comparison with any of them because it was way lower than all three films. Sure, but I, I for what it is, it you was- you really enjoyed it though. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think it was as bad as everybody else makes yeah, it out yeah, to yeah. Like, I get it. Like, you know, they, they they fucked up a lot of stuff and they did a lot of corny but ass. I, I think that seems scenes. to be the general um, take on the movie. Like, people either, like you, love it so yeah. much. Like, uh, the day before I watched it, my mom was – I was on the phone with my mom talking to her. And she was going – she's seen it three times. She fucking loves it so much. It's so good. And I was like, okay. And then I watched it. I was Watch like, it. I hate it. And then the next, yeah. the next day, she was like – uh, what are you doing? She's going out of town again. And I'm like, oh, I just watched the Matrix. She's like, what would you think? And I was like, I didn't like it. <laughs> and I just kind of moved on because I, yeah, I, mean, I like a movie like that that is either great or horrible in somebody's eyes. 
I'm not a fan of like the middle of the road. Like, eh, it was okay. Everybody thinks it's kind of okay. I, I want it to be that divisive. Um, yeah. yeah, and the, and the, and the especially thing for all the money like, that's put totally, into it too. Totally. Yeah, and it's like you know you like what you like. I mean, yeah. I know on wrestling Twitter that said a lot, but it, but it is true. It's like I mean, one of the best things that Graham ever said to me, and this was like one of our early episodes, and I forget what I was talking about, but I had said something about, oh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, and you were like. Fuck, I don't have guilty pleasures. It's like if I like something, I like it, and I have no guilt about it. I don't feel you know guilty what I mean? about what gives me pleasure. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and I feel the same way about shows, movies, music. That you know, I, I like a lot of shit that a lot of people don't. But as, and, and, and like Graham saying, like I, I, I understand the criticisms. Like I totally, I'm not blind to it. But at the same time, I, I'm not gonna not listen to myself if I like a thing. I like a thing. Life's you know, short, man. Life's short. You, you know, just like the things you like. And, and I and I and I go into everything hoping to love something. If yeah. I don't, and somebody else does, I'm like, great. You know, uh, I wish I would have enjoyed it as much as you, but I'm glad you did. You know, and oh, it just, you know, I don't. It's fine. You know, like I said, so, I guess I should say this too. The first time that I watched the film, um, I watched it at like, fuck, I watched it when it released at like midnight or something, and I was like, all right, nobody's here. This is a perfect <laughs> opportunity for me to watch it. <laughs> everybody's sleeping all right yeah. press play watched it and i was like i didn't know what to think about it when i when when it was all said and done i was like i didn't like it yeah you know what i mean when i first watched it watched it again still wasn't sure about it watched it the third time i was like okay i i kind of like it yeah <laughs> fourth time comes when when he says that we're going to talk about it i was like fuck i better i better watch it again <laughs> watched it again and I loved it. Wow! I was like, this, I was like, I love what they did with it. You know what I mean? I get, I get like the criticisms on some of the shit that other people were expecting to happen that didn't, because <laughs> you're going to get that no matter what, especially for how big the franchise was. Sure. But um, I really loved that love story, man. I think that's just what caught me. You know, right. And, and I, I got to be honest, man. It, it sounds like you two just don't, you know, you don't love. We don't love love. Anything that has to do with love. <laughs> Ew, I mean, gross feelings. You, yuck. You guys are going to be alone for the rest of your lives. These are two separate Good. conversations. These are two separate conversations, <laughs> Jerry. Like, yes, that's true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just liked the film uh, a couple times after watching it. But yes, that first that first impression was that first. 40 to 50 minutes killed it. You yeah. Know what I mean, I think that that's what buried this film for a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, they I mean, could have went out a hundred different ways and they chose this. I'll for sure know, so. watch the next one. I mean, I'll watch most things. Uh, if, if it's attached, except Spider-Man, except Spider-Man and black widow and a bunch of other <laughs> yeah. things I haven't watched. Um, Graham, did you ever, or I mean, uh, Brian, did you ever listen to yellow wolf? Thank you. Black sheep. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, did I ever listen to it? Yeah, he Graham played it on. That's one not of our the episodes. same thing. Uh, that's not the same. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've been meaning. Well, no, no, because because Graham and I talked about this. See what had happened long. was. Yeah, where I was, where I was like, yeah, okay, you, so get, you, you guys are right. both guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think I this, played, when B hits, I got me up, close to buying it. When yeah, I don't know why what, I didn't. What what is what the fuck is close to buying something mean? <laughs> you either buy like it or you look at it in the store. I had it. I had it on Amazon. You could just listen to it for free on YouTube if you if you if you you know were unsure or Apple Podcast or or I mean uh, Apple what Music is it? iTunes yeah iTunes Apple Music. I just switched over to Title by the way everybody listening 
fucking oh, Spotify. You, it's everywhere. Yeah, I just switched over to title. Title's really. Why did Why'd you do that? Uh, you're like you're like like the fourth person who's to sign up for that service. I think. I know. Um, you know, I'll say this: <laughs> uh, the, the the main reason is just the treatment of artists. Um, I mean, not just as somebody who's got music out, but like anybody, you know, to make a dollar on Spotify, you need like three hundred streams to make a dollar. Um, ridiculous. Well, I thought it was more than that, actually. No, yeah, I, I thought it was too. Yeah, you, oh, you yeah. get like point zero zero tenth of a percent of a cent, or point zero zero tenth of a cent the on cent, Spotify, yeah. and uh, you need like seventy five streams on title to make a dollar. So it's 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 still not perfect, but it's huge, massive difference for artists. Okay, and also so like I make more on my podcast. Yes, you get a thousand. You get a thousand listens, and you get fifteen bucks or right. something. Right. For a thousand. And that's oh. fucking hard to do anyway. Totally. Yeah. It's super hard. Um, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, 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 and the sound quality is noticeably better. Uh, really? On okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's way better. Is it, yeah, a free, is it, do you have to pay for it as a monthly subscription? Yeah, it's, I think it's, there's tiers. There's like a free version, obviously, um, with ads and you know, offline play. And then the, nobody, nobody likes that. Nobody wants, yeah. no fuck wants ads <laughs> after a song. Yeah. Um, and then the mid tier, I think it's like 15 bucks a month. So it's, it's like Spotify prices. Uh, Apple music is a little cheaper. Apple music is really good, but they also don't pay. They're a little bit better than Spotify, but not much. Um, okay. and then there's, there's I'll a version, yeah, there's a version above it. I don't remember what else you get with it, but it's even better for whatever. I just did the mid tier one, the $15. It's good, man. I, I, I hate rebuilding all my playlists over, but it's worth it. Yeah. I don't like, I like to own. Got to support them. My music. You do. Yeah. Which is why I don't do a lot of those uh, streaming services, services, at least, at least for music. Cause I just like to own it outright. Right. Um, oh, God, nothing, man. nothing beats a physical copy. <laughs> In my mind, I don't know. I love collecting DVDs and Blu-rays yeah. and shit like that. I even have VHSs. Dude. It's. I, I agree. Like I, I kept. Um, Do you really? Yeah, I, I still have like a large box of CDs and DVDs, and I have like I don't know, maybe fifty vinyl that I've kept. Um, and it's mainly just for my son when he's older and is like really into music. I want him to be able to like sit because that's that's the romance of it is like sitting on the floor laying on your bed and just like reading the liner notes and having that whole like that tactile process and looking at the artwork and th- that's important hey what's uh what's this rapper's name again yellow wolf I yellow wolf i always <laughs> okay forget. i'm gonna give another i know i've said this before but like i was never on yellow wolf like this like i never cared i, I knew who he was i knew he could rap and then he got signed to Shady, and I heard him on that freestyle. I was like, oh, he's good. But I just don't care. I'm not into it. I'm not interested. But this yeah, year, or last year, 2021, this motherfucker, yeah. Black Sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this motherfucker, last year, including the Black Sheep record, put out like seven records. Yeah. All of them. Fire. Fucking fire fire it's crazy how good they are no and i like and i like which what i heard of this one but that, that fool goes hard man he really does and like um there, there's another Why one I was is this to so expensive how it's much is 14 14 <laughs> to buy the mp3 that's too much Brian, man. brian's brian's gonna purchase the album right now and just so he can have the credibility of saying <laughs> I that did he it, purchased I did it, it, I did it, and then and then immediately get a fucking refund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, now I can't do that because now my spot's blown. But he he um, he, he put out another uh, Slum Mafia, which is like him and DJ Paul, and he did this one Mile Zero, which is more um, 
a little more like New York flavored with DJ Muggs and he's this other one, Mudmouth. Like I, I was, I never yeah, I saw, you just saw Mudmouth. Yeah, yeah, they're all so like I said, I never gave a shit about Yellow Wolf, and now I'm like, oh, I'm a Yellow Wolf fan. Like he's dope as fuck. He's so good. Good. Yeah, he's easy. He's good. I like him. All right, all right. Fuck. Like I buy a lot of my albums off of Amazon. These MP3s. Uh-huh. I've never seen one this expensive. Well, they're usually, they're usually like seven dollars, eight dollars. It was probably it was probably like seven dollars when I first told you about it, like five years ago. And no, then it got no, it wasn't like fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I can't I can't bring myself to do it. Just th- then listen Don't. to it on YouTube or something. Just yeah, listen to right. it. They, they still get right. it for free. They still get all people right. listening to this podcast. Fuck him. <laughs> 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 they still get paid off of the streams. It's fine. He's, right. you know, he's doing, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. Um, Yo, don't, and, don't, and cool don't cry about, for Yellow Wolf. No. The only, the cool thing that I like about Yellow Wolf too, is this fucking guy still lives in the trailer park. Dude. Yeah. Like he, he is for real. He's like, real hood. He's the poster, <laughs> he's the, real the poster boy of white trash yeah. and will always be that. Yeah. And he, and he straight out says it. He's got a lot of money too. Oh, yeah. He's like, like the, he's, he's the real, uh, rabbit from eight mile. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. like I said, like you can check out any of like that other one. Mile zero is really, really good. Um, yeah, man, he, he just, he wraps his ass off. His beat selection is top notch. He, he gets it, man. He's, he's really good. Really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, Matrix. <laughs> I don't uh, know, B, sometimes B will hit me up. He's like, you got to watch this thing. And I just watch it. Like, all right, I'm gonna check it out yeah. tonight. I do the same thing. You told me green, uh, what was it? Uh, green room, green room. Like you like big, you got to watch this. I watched it the, the, that same night. So the only thing you're going to watch is the Nazi stuff. I recommend like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, things that aren't Nazi related. <laughs> I think we found the, the true white supremacist. On this <laughs> yeah, podcast. We knew it all along. <laughs> oh man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, what's his name? That, that Dave Chappelle skit. What was his oh, name? Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Bigums. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Bigums. Is that, was that Be- him? Something like that. Yeah, the blind, yeah. uh, the, black Klansman. <laughs> the black white supremacist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking oh, about. When he's blind. Chappelle. Yeah. But he's blind. He yeah. Blind. Oh, <laughs> Finds out he's black and he's pissed. He's mad. Yeah. The boards is his white wife. <laughs> Can't believe you never told me. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. It's tough watching all these like really amazing artists that I've loved for so long. Like once they achieve a certain level of wealth, start getting like a little more on the side of, um, the system as it were. Yeah. I still haven't seen Chappelle's last, uh, special. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> the one that, the one that everybody got all upset about. It's so good, dude. Yeah. And I, and, I, it's, and so it's not good. because of all the controversy stuff. I just, whatever, I've got a lot of stuff on Netflix. I've got a lot, yeah. I just, you'd, you'd have to, to. like, if you know Dave Chappelle, like that's just a part of his comedy, man. You can't like, I don't disagree with that. And, and, I, and I'm yeah. not one of those, I'm not like someone who, especially, especially in comedy, I'm not one of those yeah. people who's like, um, you need yeah, to watch what you say. Like right. you, you shouldn't watch what you say. Like you should say whatever. Um, the whole point of comedy. Totally. But it, from him, it's weird mm-hmm. now. Like he released an entire special begging people not to watch Chappelle show on HBO because they didn't pay him. Yeah. And he was so offended. Like, please help me. They're not paying me. Yeah. Fine. An entire community tells him like, hey, this thing that you're saying hurts us. And he's like, fuck you. To me, like, and, and yeah. I love, like, I got, like, a, literally a painting of him on my wall. Like, I love Dave Chappelle. Uh, he was, like, a touchstone of creativity and bravery and honesty and art. And um, 
to see that was real disappointing. Like you literally just begged everybody to support you because you were being abused by this company. And then you turn around and you do something hurtful. And then those people are like, Hey, that, that kind of hurts us. And he's like, yeah, I like don't a, care. It's a lack of self-awareness. Yeah. That Cause like, really cause like, bummed me out. Cause I'm a bad love Chappelle. I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when he was going on and, and, and honestly, like I'm, 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 I'm for, I'm always on the side when it comes to entertainment sports, I'm always going to be on the side of the athlete, the wrestler. Totally. I'm always going to be on the side of the person that is, that is making uh, the produce, thing. Yeah. producing the creative. So when he was out there upset about the fact that, you know, he wasn't getting anything from his show. Rightfully so. I feel Rightfully so. I feel you about that. But he kind of, he kept, it got to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, man, uh, I feel you. I'm on your side, but you can shut up about it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the same yeah. time, like you've just been going around saying how it's like, Netflix, Netflix gave you a hundred million dollars or 300 million, whatever the fuck it was. It was a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, and then like, and then you're like, but HBO didn't give me anything. <laughs> you're like, I don't, I don't feel sorry for you, man. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, just in life in general, it's like, well, you got to read the room. Yeah, you know. And when yeah. this was going on, it was right. It was in the middle of a pandemic. You know, a lot of shit's happening, and it's like, and here you are. People like, are getting like evicted. I said, I'm on your side, yeah. but it's like, read the room, dog. Like nobody really is gonna. <laughs> I mean, as a fan, I care. You should get what's yours, but. This should be between you well, and, and, and yeah. Well, and here's the other thing: like it worked. Like because he it did, did it, yeah. if he would have done that quietly, HBO wouldn't have cared. Like they wouldn't, they would have just kept it on there. They wouldn't have given any money because he made a thing. People supported him, and then they paid him. So it worked. So again, to to see it, the people come to support him, but then him not support the people. And as I think about like if there was a comedian being like saying the same thing, but against black people he would he might have an issue with it but because he's not trans or he doesn't care about that community it, it, it was it was disappointing to, to say the did, least did you guys so you didn't see the special then i did i did okay yeah, I, so, I didn't okay so in the special he he says you know what i mean that he doesn't feel a certain way totally. about that community totally you know what i mean he, he makes it clear i mean it's just and the fact that a comedian still has to do that uh, yeah, I, I agree. Says says a lot about how how we are as a society now. Yeah, but, um, he still said that, and they still got a little upset. The, the one thing about the special that I love the most <laughs> is he he had a he had that the jokes about Trump yeah. in, in the special. <laughs> there was two clear clear Trump heads <laughs> in his audience. I, I think like front row or second row or something. Who were not feeling the rest of the special after this? Right. They oh, didn't laugh, they didn't laugh <laughs> at a single fucking joke the entire time. They were like this, yeah, the whole time. And before he had said anything about Trump, they were, they were enjoying themselves. Yeah, it, that right there it's, made that special worth yeah. it to me. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. And, and, and totally, and totally. Um, you know, it's just like. Uh, that's funny though. Did, did they just discover? I know, like, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. It's like, what about your alignment with Trump makes you think yeah. Dave Chappelle would be the guy for you? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But like, um, you know, I always go back to like, you don't get to decide if you hurt somebody's feelings or not. Like if somebody tells you they hurt right. your feelings, like that's true. You did hurt their feelings. You can decide how you want to behave about that. And 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 you know, everybody's constantly like comedian fucking. Said, it's like everything's a joke. Everything they're saying is bullshit. It, it is. And yeah. And I totally on board. And I think you can do both. I think you can say like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying whatever I want, but 
when when you're outraged, I will address it and be like, look, I I understand. Um, I I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I, I'm just putting words together in a rhythm, and this is it's for the joke. It was literally just how he handled it. I just, I'm just not. It, was, it really bummed me out. I was like, God damn, man! Like people well, people support you. Like people really support you. And then for you not to support, it'd be like you know if I made a movie and it, if I made. So part of the argument I got into over the Christmas was about Ghost in the Shell, the Ghost in the Shell movie, and how with Scarlett Johansson. With Scarlett Johansson, and I was yeah. like, yeah, it was a misstep to cast her because they. Asian American community has been crying out like, hey, can you stop like taking roles away from Asian Americans or can you stop portraying us only in this way? And Hollywood's like, I hear you. I hear you. By the way, we're, (laughs) you know, this Japanese character, she's now a white lady. And it's like, well, you're not listening. Um, Yeah. And so so part of the argument was like, well, but she did a good job. And I was like, that doesn't matter. And like, yeah, but it's written in a way. It doesn't matter. The these people said this is hurtful to us, and they're the ones that are affected by it. So it's like that's who you got to listen to. You, well, you don't have to. You you can say like I don't care, which is fine. But the, but the but the but the point is, you know, they're if that community is feeling a certain way, you know, it's that's the only opinion that matters in that case. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. you could say you don't care, but let's see if you get your fucking Netflix money after this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, exactly. So it's like if the trans community is like, hey. How come you're like coming so hard at us and also the, the, the timing? It's not everything isn't equal, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, right now, currently, trans people, the trans community are fighting for rights, like literally just rights to live. So to then, especially as like you're a black man in America, like you're still fighting for rights, too. And then you're going to attack another group that's also fighting for rights and not understand why they like, hey, when you shit on us, it makes other people feel emboldened to shit on us, too. And we're literally trying to get rights <laughs> just to, like, be a person. It, I can see it that way. It, just, it really, like, it okay. tripped me out. So so someone who hasn't seen it, I'm the only one on the show. So, so Graham, in your opinion, so based on what you're saying, so you felt that he his jokes came across as attacks to this community? <sighs> No, because like, no. I've, I've heard him because oh, I've, I've heard Chappelle. I mean, everything that I've seen him do. And again, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But I know he, a couple of specials ago, people got upset about some of his jokes that he had about various things, the LGBTQ community and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And and the, and the things that they were getting upset about were things that I was like, I saw that. Like, I mean, and again, you know, I'm not in that community. Right. So it's going to hit you. But at the, right. But at the same time, it's like, well, first of all, like there was no malice in that. I mean, right. he was telling this this joke and then it buttoned it up at the end. Um, so, and I, and I just think, you know, there, people are very hypersensitive uh, nowadays, which I get. Totally. Yes. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we all agree about this. I mean, you got a little comedian, be a comedian. Any like, artist. You can either, any artist. You can like, either, any artist. Even in like, a movie. Like, like, yeah. Even in a movie, if, people if, are if, like, if, how do they let this character say this in the movie? It's like, that's the character. It's not yeah. like, you know, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But but yeah, but my thing, yeah, it's like, you know, when it comes to comedy and like anything, but like whether you if you didn't like the joke, totally in your right to not like a joke. I've seen plenty of comics with jokes I did not like for whatever reason. Totally. And if it's to the point where I mean there are jokes that Dave Chappelle's done that I didn't like. Yeah. But for me it's ratio. If if I'm seeing a whole bunch of jokes and you're not making me laugh, then I'll just stop 
watch anything you do. So again, I just as someone who hasn't seen, I was just curious because I, I don't know if it's just like nah. knee jerk, like people are just nah, he wasn't either like, hearing um, clips of his special because that happens a lot too. Yeah, and where then, people will just read or hear a clip of a certain joke taken out of context. Yeah, you, you and then you can't read any comedy special. Like one, you're not going to hear yeah. timing, inflection, like context, like you said, like it. I don't Intel- care. Nation, like the way that you know. it'll always look bad. It'll always look bad. So I, I agree with yeah. that. And 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 person, I don't, I don't find anything any comedian says offensive, because like you said, I just like it or I don't like it. Yeah. So like for somebody to get offended, I I just don't I, I don't understand what that means. Like, okay, you're offended. Okay, that doesn't. Nobody has to change anything f- for you, and I I stand by that. Um, my issue was just like his uh, his response afterwards. Okay, so no, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. You're, you're, I don't care about, about what he said. Like it was it was actually his response as a person that bothered me. His response to the uh, criticism, to the criticism of, right, of that show. Right, right. Gotcha, it, it's gotcha. it's the same thing. It's it's if if there was like a if openly a white executive was like, yeah, I don't care that we're not casting black people. Who cares? He you might be upset. Right. It's, it's his he can he can still deny access. Be like, right. I don't I don't care. This is my show. I'm going to do whatever. And that's true. It's true. It's also it's still kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like it's definitely the context. Yeah. yeah. Chappelle, you can say whatever you want. But like if people voice their frustration about it as another minority group. To shit on a minority group and then not and not care or understand that they're upset struck me as odd and, and a little yeah. tone deaf. It's like you come from this struggle and, and in many ways, not in many ways, like this, the year that you put this special out was like, there's riots in the street for injustices done to people just because they look like you. Yeah. That is a, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like that with whether, you know, Chappelle or anything like yeah, as a person of color, it's like, cause uh, I've got, I've gotten into not arguments, but I guess debates like with, some of my family members about you know homosexuals and stuff like that. Where I'm like, they'll have these negative views. Yeah. It's like you know you're you're basically you're 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 casting dispersions on a group of people for similar reasons that you know some folks would do the same with us. Right. It's like you know black, but you know whether it's you know your ethnicity, your sexuality, it's like insert whatever the thing is. Yeah. Insert whatever the thing is. It's like look, you know, we want to be treated a certain way. Like that extends just beyond the skin color. It's like what does that person's love life have to do with you? Yeah. How's that affecting you? Yeah. You know, uh, the same way that what's my color got to do with whether or not I can be on this podcast and chop it up with my friends right now. You right. know what I mean? So, right. yeah, uh, I'm very cognizant of that. Just again, as being a minority, where it's like, look, I want the best for every fucking body. Totally. You know, uh, like you said, rights. Just like, hey, you know, li- at the end of the day, just let a motherfucker live. Just let people live, man. What the fuck? And, and, and like, to your point, like I have friends, like I, I have gay friends who will like shit on bisexuals or like uh, gay friends who will like gays and lesbians don't like each other. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I know. You're well, all fighting the same battle. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you're this, part of the fucking problem. You're all, yeah, like yeah. Every, you're all fighting for rights and then you're shitting oh, them on each shit. other too. It's crazy. It's just, it's, oh, them. What is that? Water bottle. <laughs> Laundry <laughs> basket, some shoes. <laughs> Bees That's out here. why I love my the camera. Podcast. Whoa, my camera fell. Throwing his you camera. You get around. a plethora of content yeah. on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about we went Boba Fett. You, know, you, you can laugh. You can cry. <laughs> trans can rights get, and yeah, yeah. You can get inspiration. Yeah, this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, 
Yeah, let people live. That's it. That's it. Uh, and go watch the Matrix Four. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Go watch Matrix. L- listen to um, listen to all the podcasts. Well, well, go ahead. Uh, but before we go, I, I just want to. We don't normally do and give out numbers, but like Jesse, if you yeah. had to on a one to what, a one to one to ten scale, how would you rate this uh, Matrix Resurrections or Resurrection? Well, let's get a baseline. Let's get a baseline. So, Matrix One. And then two, and then three, and then f- I know. Obviously, we're ranking them in order, right. but like as far as like the numbers, where would they go? So Matrix One would definitely be a nine for me. I'd probably have to say, like if we were rating it out of one to ten. Um, Reloaded, I'd probably rate it like a seven, seven and a half, something like that. And then, um, what was it? Revolutions. Revolutions. Rebel- Rebel- was it? Re- yeah, Rev- Revolutions. Revolutions, right. Revolutions. Yeah. Revolutions, I would give a 10. I, that was my favorite wow. movie out of, out of the three. And, and Matrix 4, even though I loved it, um, I would still rate it based on what it is. And it's probably around the four range. Okay. <laughs> four, four, five. It's definitely okay. not okay. comparable to the other three. Okay. That's fair. It's about, yeah, yeah, that is fair. Uh, uh, Graham, you go. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Like, Matrix is a nine. And then for me, I don't, it's hard. I don't remember the sequels as well. Um, but I would probably go like, like seven and six in, in two and three in that order. And then this one, I don't know. Two or two or something like that. <laughs> or like, Oh yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, it's not like the worst, it's not the worst movie ever made. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Like by a long shot, there's a million yeah. other movies that you could yeah. put this in front of. Um, it, it didn't anger me. That's no, one thing. Yeah, I would say. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it didn't. I wasn't angered at all. By it's watching. not upsetting. Yeah. You don't feel yeah. like, uh, you know, something happened to you. It's not like a crime or anything. It's not. Yeah, well, the first, the first time I seen it, I kind of felt like it was a crime. <laughs> like, why, why in the fuck didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why are you going yeah. in this? There's so many questions in my head, but yeah. um, I don't feel like that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, it went down fine. Like it went down fine. Like it, it cause you know, Lana Wachowski, she can make a movie, you know, she knows how to make a movie. And and I think that shows when you're watching it, like it's, there's, it, it, it does have somewhat of a movement as you're going, which is usually the thing that'll like destroy you when you're trying to watch a movie you don't like is if there's no movement uh, and you feel like it's just going to last forever and ever and ever, like you're in purgatory or something. And I did, I didn't feel like that, but yeah, for me, it'd probably be like a, like a two or something like that. Yeah. I, I probably, you know, for me, I, th- I think that first Matrix, you guys are giving it nines. I don't know why you're sitting on the fence and just not give it a 10. <laughs> uh, I'd give it a 10. We didn't personally. know what it was going to be at the, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. We, and, and, right. And, and Jesse had to put one above it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. Yeah, yeah. That okay, yeah, whole, yeah. That was my whole argument yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would just go ahead. For me, I'd I go ahead and get that first Matrix a 10 and then uh, reload it and Revolutions. Well, I, I would give... You talking to you, Jesse? You kind of making me want to go back and revisit Revolution. Same, you should again. You should. I actually, I actually want to do the whole trilogy now that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I would probably get. I would have to, even though I said earlier that I thought that you know I like three less than two and two whatever. But I would give the the two sequels eights, hmm. um, and then this one, you know, Resurrection. I'm close. I'm close to Jesse. Like I think, like I said, this movie didn't anger me. It didn't piss me off. I just kind of felt it was ultimately unnecessary. 
Uh, I, I give it a five. Okay. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it, I, honestly, it, if it would have been the same movie, but maybe like an hour shorter, it probably would have gotten a six. <laughs> just on at the least length thirty alone. minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah that's something <laughs> like least. so many movies, especially now. Like so many. It movies, didn't need to be this no. long. It so many movies could be, be bumped up like a full letter grade or a full number yeah. if they were just shorter. Yeah, trim some of that fat. Yeah. You know? Did you guys see the Eternals? I haven't. Did you guys watch that? I did. Have you, okay, I so I felt that way about the Eternals. But that movie should have been yeah. much shorter. Yeah. Is it, uh, is honestly, it, you know, is Eternals it is similar to Resurrections for me. I liked it, I liked Eternals better than Resurrection, but I think they share similar qualities. Uh, I had high, I had really high expectations for Eternals. I had yeah, I had higher expectations than the Matrix. Not, did not fucking meet those expectations whatsoever for mm. me. Yeah, Eternals for me was a movie of moments. There were several moments that I enjoyed, but taken as a whole, yeah, it's one of the, I mean, the pacing is really bad. And, and yeah, you know, the length doesn't, again, it's, it's like Matrix. Like for as long as it is, it's like, how, how can you have a, a movie this long and tell so little story? Right. Yeah. It's amazing to me. So, you know how so that happens. Like do that now. Yeah. As, as, every I think Eternal. I think Eternals will be better once more movies come out mm-hmm. and they make it relevant to right. explain I think, yeah. a little bit of what happened in Eternals. In uh, hindsight, uh, it might be become a better film, but but again, I didn't hate it. I, but I also at the same time, I have no urge to see it again. Like one yeah. viewing, one viewing's enough, you know. Yeah, that was that's how I felt too. As, I guess it's a problem with like a lot of the MCU stuff that I'm feeling. It's because a lot of them they don't have anything to say. Like they're it's a machine. They're trying to churn out these movies, create, keep creating the universe and expanding. And I get that. But when a movie has nothing to say, that's when you get things that are just long, but nothing's really happening. Um, that's why you hey, can, Graham, have you seen Spider-Man? <laughs> no. Far from home. Have you seen, no. uh, the, the latest Spider-Man? No. And like I yeah, said, they you, might you, have something you, to say. I, I'm not saying every movie. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just I'm saying, saying you should check them out. I'm just saying you should check out. <laughs> if you, in case you hadn't seen them, I'm just recommending. It's like when I watch movies, you know, older movies, you know, especially like, you know, late eighties through mid nineties, like this kind of golden era of filmmaking, they're all an hour and a half and they traverse such a large expanse. They tell such complete stories in 90 minutes. Um, but that's an art in and of itself Yeah, to be, you know, rein your shit in. Like if you can tell a really compelling, uh, narrative within the course of, you know, an hour and a half or maybe like an hour and 40 minutes giving yourself like, restrictions forces you to make cuts it forces you to yeah. everything has to be good now like it's so important if you you know it's like kanye's last record which is like nine hours long and all of it's dog shit but it's like because it just do whatever and it's constraints and, and rules and deadlines they they force you to be a better artist and when you have to cram, cram it in into 90 minutes you can't waste time on garbage yeah you, you have to make it, it has to work that's been my whole career as a game designer is uh, working within restrictions. Yeah. Especially at THQ. It was like, oh, you want to do what? <laughs> That's so cute. You can do about a sliver of this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'll take that sliver and I'll make it the best. Hell yeah. How much more creative, how much more creative did you had to have to be no, yeah. to make it yeah. work? And like, all right, all right, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, with the. Uh, Every time I say a movie feels bloated, like that's the thing. Like, oh, you you didn't have any boundaries. Like, you just did whatever you wanted. But that's yeah. not necessarily a good thing. Anyway. Not always. Anyway, plugs. Let's get plugs. I got to get ready for my boxing lesson. Oh yeah, boxing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I picked, yeah, I picked up boxing. Well, I gotta say, man, this was a relief. It was a lot of fun. 
um, to come on here and not talk wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, as much as I love wrestling, dude, talking about it all the time, you know, just uh, gets stale sometimes. So it was good to talk about some movies and, and you know, uh, foreskin facials. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do some more research, see where that's at now. Everybody loves the uh, yeah the, the the penis face man. We need we need to yeah. We need, that's, we need to stick. That, that's over. That's our that's, that's our niche. We need to. Yeah. <laughs> we need to. Yeah, you guys want to hear about penis facials? <laughs> yeah. Come on over to the podcast. We, yeah, we need to rebrand and, and make it uh, more more about. You guys need a t shirt, dude. We, we need facials. we need to we need to we bring a guest a, on we, who has actually had a penis face. Oh shit! All now, right, now we're thinking outside I'm gonna, the box. I'm gonna look. Yeah. I'm gonna look. Um, <laughs> gonna have to look it up. Yeah, man. hey, Graham. <laughs> I know you don't watch wrestling too much, man, but I think that me, you, and Brian should get together and do a watch along podcast at some point. Let's do it. I'm down. Do a badass event. I'm Brian, down. We gotta put our I heads together. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Yeah. Just you t- tell me when, and uh, yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay. Yeah, we can either do it on the Bombcast or we'll do it over on the no, Pro Wrestling Show, we'll, man. Yeah, way. we'll do it on your show. Um, yeah, we'll step right. in your neighborhood. Yeah. All right. So go, go ahead. Fuck go yeah. ahead with uh, pl- plug plug your plug your show. Oh shit, we don't matter, man. But yeah. <laughs> you guys, hey, you, ma- you matter to the to the fellas in the shelter, right. in the bomb hey, cast. That's right. That's, that's awesome, man. That's in the awesome, bomb man. shelter. <laughs> so you guys can just follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Uh, find me on Twitter as well at TPWS Podcast. And yeah, I mean, we release shows every Monday on uh, what Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you get podcasts, basically. We, we, we do a lot of fun stuff, so come check us out. Show some love. As we talked about earlier, we don't get fucking paid much, so <laughs> all, the, all the listens matter. And somebody fucking shoot these guys a sponsor over at the Bombcast hey, already. Now we're talking. Like, let's, let's get these guys fucking sponsored. Yeah. This is a great show. Anybody in uh, Korea listening, if you own a uh, medical facility that uh, makes the penis facial cream, uh, yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> Get in contact, oh, dude. We would be happy, perfect, happy perfect. to rep you every episode for a price. Um, Absolutely. We, you, you do imagine? good work. You do good work. Uh, <laughs> Kay Blanchett, Sandra Bullock. Hey, thank you. Blah. Thank you. Could you, could you imagine that dialogue? <laughs> Reading off that ad. That would be fucking fantastic. Yeah, are you tired uh, of being a dry, crusty old person? You know what you need? <laughs> Some Korean baby foreskin injected directly into your face. <laughs> Take it from oh, Sandra man. Bullock and Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett just vanished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, uh, Bombcast Podcast on Twitter. Um, tpublic.com slash user slash Bombcast Podcast. Uh, if you're interested... In my stuff, Instagram Baker on Instagram. Uh, you can find my music, Grey House, uh, on everywhere you get music. Switch over to Tidal, too. Anybody listening, you want to help artists out, get a little more money, uh, Tidal's a good place to do that. And I'm also on Bandcamp. That's a good way if you're into indie artists. Uh, Bandcamp. That's it. Wow, y'all got so much stuff. I'm on Twitter, at TrueBWill. That's it. Uh, damn, I had something else I was going to say, though. Fuck. It was very insightful too. Ah, fuck it. And that's usually how the bomb cast is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little whimper. Oh man. Oh, oh no, I remembered. Okay, so, uh, so Jesse, I'm gonna be in your neck of the woods when because for the prestige wrestling. Oh yeah. Show. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we're. Uh, I forget what I forget when it is though. <laughs> so, so our podcast is sponsoring a really huge uh, independent wrestling event. Called Prestige uh, Wrestling Forever. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, it is is brought to you by Prestige at Ro- it's 
I don't know if they're fucking naming it Prestige Wrestling Forever. I think that's the name of it, but it's also called Roseland 2. So, um, yeah, uh, Prestige Wrestling Forever, February 20th, Portland, Oregon. Um, we got fucking business cards, merch, all this shit that we're going to be at our merch table slinging. So, yeah. And, yeah, yeah I'm supposed there. to come with. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I got, I, I got my ticket. Yeah. He'll be at our fucking merch table, too, even though you bought a ticket for a seat. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is that? It's uh, February 20th. Hey, there you go. February 20th. February 20th, yeah. All, uh, Pacific Northwest Have you even people. bought your flight for that, dude? No. <laughs> I haven't. You should, pro- should probably fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll get on that. February 20th. It's going to be good, man. We got uh, Malachi Black headlining that event with uh, Davey Richards. I don't know if you know who they are, Graham. Mm. Um, pretty big wrestling stars. Malachi Black is obviously he's, the biggest name. He's, he's seen card, Malachi but. Black. I, I showed him... Uh, I showed Graham a match. It was the uh, the Alistair Black versus a uh, Velveteen Dream from NXT Takeover. Okay, uh, yeah, that one oh, time. phenomenal match. That was yeah. the one that we seen, right? Was that War Games that we went to? No, no, no. This was oh. another one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Graham probably doesn't remember it, but uh, but yeah, he, I I think he enjoyed it. He just he just it fucking went in his face and then out the out, out the yeah. other end just like you know. the Matrix Four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a fun event, man. I can't wait for that shit. I, I honestly can't wait for it to be over. There's been a lot of money spent going into this to sponsor an event. Is our first time trying to uh, branch out with the podcast and the brand um, to do something in the professional wrestling world other than doing podcasts. So. Yeah, a lot of merch was bought. Um, I actually have your T-shirt here too, Brian. I got you one. Oh, nice for you. And um, yeah, I mean, business I'll- cards. We got this that this banner that's fucking hanging behind me. I know you guys listening probably can't see that, obviously, but um, that's going with us as well. They're going to hang that up, and it's going to be streamed on IWTV um, for anybody who watches that or subscribes to that, you'll be able to see my banner on the fucking stream the whole time. Thankfully. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Well, there you go, guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Next week. B. Huh? Next week. Yeah. uh, For what? More (laughs) podcasting. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Brian, make the fucking recording. (laughs) Of course. You have no idea what you guys do for me at work. Oh (laughs) yeah. Sometimes work can be miserable. So it's good to laugh, man. And I get so sick of hearing wrestling podcasts, (laughs) (laughs) even though I'm in a wrestling podcast. Oh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, like, and subscribe, rate and review all of that stuff. Uh, follow us, follow Jesse and yeah, we'll see you next time. Peace. All right. Peace. Later. The Bombcast.